I don't want to, man. You said that's it. huge. You said it. Yeah, but for, uh, I would, but I feel like I, it's Quiet. too worth. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. Every you know, I know it's a compliment, but a lot of times people will say, man, you, you box good for a white boy. Caleb, sweet hands, win! But you see, when I sat down on this, I promised myself that I was going to run this all the way to the top. I had no problem crashing and burning and dying on the ground. I want you to keep doing what you're doing. Keep not believing in it. Because you're the very reason that I'm here. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion. Now, for a lot of you, that opinion is not validated. Because you've never stepped between the ropes. You don't know what it's like to get up in front of them people and fight. It's easy to sit in those seats. It ain't easy to stand up here. Remember that. So he may have a financial degree. But in boxing... I have a PhD. We're gonna find out Saturday night, though. I promise you that. Oh, gosh! And he hit him that right left hook. Man, I've worked my whole entire life for this. 17 years straight. I buried my daughter in the process of trying to get this belt. I promised her that I'd become a world champion and that I'd bring her this title. And that's exactly what I'm gonna go back to Tennessee and do. Nashville, stand up! SDS Promotions. Four belts. He can't even hang on to one belt. Get the fuck out of here, man. Please. When Benavides gets cooking, it's like fighting an octopus. El Bandera. How long is this intro? Ten minutes. David Benavides. I'm the boogeyman. And I'm coming to get you. Everybody that's in 168, you know, I'm coming for everybody. It doesn't matter who it is. Charlo, Caleb Plant, Canelo, Canelo have a little fight, but uh, it's my personal thing. He's duck, he's ducking Benavidez. I think everybody wants to see me against Canelo, right? David Benavidez. Yo, he's a beast. This brother right here. I'd like to see Canelo against somebody like that. I definitely like punishing and hurting individuals. That's what I love to do. Order. And now Benavidez unloading. I got a lot of power too, and I throw punches and punches, and I don't get tired. He's a jab. He's with the right and there's that hand speed. I'm ready to fight whoever, whoever, whenever. I can beat Canelo tomorrow, and I can beat a Charlo tomorrow too. The big Charlo want to get it too? So Charlo would be the alternative. He don't want to get in the ring with me because he's a pussy. That's why. Theboxingboys.com. I've never liked Caleb Plant. I've never made. It's never been a secret. I never liked Caleb Plant. At the end of the day, I'm not nobody's friend. I'm not, I don't want to be no loose friend. I'm here to knock people out. And if you don't want to get knocked out, don't mention my name. In this game, it really is kill or be killed. You know, it's either you or me. And I pick me all the time. What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, and welcome to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at NestGTO, and you can find this marvelous hoodie right on our store at theboxingvoice.com forward slash store. Good morning to my co-host, Ringwalk Danny. 
looking like you about to go hang out with your big brother Canelo Alvarez and play some golf, huh? Got your little golf shirt on, ready to go hit the nine. What is it? The nine iron? Fuck, I don't know. I don't see those. I don't watch those sports. Uh, How are you, though? I'm good, bro. I actually am going golfing after the show. Uh-oh. Yeah. What is going on here? Oh. Look, they don't even hear me. They're in the chat saying, Ness, I'm rolling up. Y'all going to get... Look, this ain't live. It's no, happening. it's live. No, it's it ain't. Live. It says Belkin. Look. How you see me and I don't see me? It's live. I'm going to kill Trav, bro. What's going on with Trav? See, my side says waiting. No, nah, it says waiting, but I see myself. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on either. They don't hear me. Trav, what do I do? Killing my chi. Oh. It's dead. Hello. Hmm. Let's blame YouTube because we can't contact them, huh? Good one, Trav. Here we go. Yeah, weed man late. So is Ness. <laughs> they don't. They don't hear me. Where do you see that? At? I don't see anybody saying they don't hear you. They saying it's live. Yeah, we're live. What the hell is going on? Ignorant boxing says it's live. I believe him. Mister Still Your Chin says Ness. We can hear you laughing out loud. Well, all right. On our end. I don't know, something's up. But if you can see me and you can hear me, then we in business. But it, it says no one's watching. And that's what... That is a little odd. Yeah, you know? that's that's a little... That's that's a little see, odd. Because I go to it on my phone and it says waiting for the boxing voice. Yeah, it's so crazy. Trav, like, you know, he has... Big this... Fish Vegas says we see and hear y'all ugly asses. So... Whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't even look ugly in this sweater. So I think uh, it might be an, an, a YouTube issue, you know. That's as, what Trav tried to blame yeah, it on. As, as much as I would like to blame it on Trav, I think. What uh, does Trav have back there? Top songs of. Is that. who's who, What artist was that? I don't know. It looked like. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah, I've seen him before. I was going to say the who. So, all right. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry for the rough start. You know, technical difficulties, even in uh, the marvelous Sticky Paul Studios. See, now people happen. in the chat saying this isn't live. What? Bro, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well, look, it, they hear us, man. It says refresh, homie. I'm See, watching. Somebody More says, the reason to go to Discord where they can hear and uh, just hear you. Roman says we can hear you but cannot see you. What? Someone else said, it's live, damn it. Listen, I'm going to move on, and we're just going to talk about what we're here to talk about, which is a few things. Um, my good friend Daniel Alvarez, a.k.a. Ring Walk Danny, one of them uh, will be a headline on Boxing Scene, uh, which now has 16 comments. When I checked it out yesterday, it had 10. Not that that's a big jump, but uh, I don't know. This article made me a little bit more interested in this fight between Demetrius Andrade and Zach Parker. I don't know much of Zach Parker. Have gone back and done some research, obviously. Watched some fights. Uh, specifically his last fight, which was another 
uh, short, uh, excuse me, another <laughs> smaller man moving up from middleweight to super, super. middleweight, kind of exactly what Demetrius Andre is doing. But um, on boxing scene, obviously, Zach Parker's headline is Andre is on his last leg. Trust me, I'll be the first to stop him. And um, he is allegedly considered to be a puncher, Mr. Parker. Yes, yes. Um, you know, I've had the pleasure of uh, making some friends on that side of the pond, and I've been hearing his name for about a year now. Okay. I've been he hearing his name for about a year now, and I've been told by numerous people in the boxing world, numerous uh, content creators in the boxing world that he's the next one. Next one. He's the next one. That's what I'm hearing. Well, he seems to believe that Demetrius Andre has made a mistake taking this fight. Now, obviously, that can be considered uh, what, what, what Bill Haney likes to phrase as fighter talk. But when you start to read the article, he's not lying from a literal standpoint, right? Like, Andre is leaving his home country and coming to the country and hometown of Zach Parker. Uh, I, I believe the arena is called the Derby, and they will be fighting in his hometown. This will be for the WBO interim super middleweight title. It's going to be, uh, obviously, Andre's attempt to continue to chase Canelo in his own mind. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but... It's more about Eddie Hearn and how he's desperately failed to secure Demetrius Andrade a big fight. Um, we will discuss Parker, and I want to touch on all his quotes, but I don't want this episode to be misunderstood. Uh, Eddie came out yesterday, and if I can get a screen share... Um, he came out yesterday on the DAZN Boxing Show, or at least they published this yesterday, and he, he, he excuse me, Michael Benson, on the Michael Benson uh, Talk Sports Show. So uh, he had this to say. How can you have Jamal Charlo not fighting Keller Plant, or Charlo not fighting David Benavidez, or Benavidez not fighting Plant? You're providing substandard fights that no one's interested in rather than making a fight that could invigorate boxing. Eddie Hearn via Michael Benson. So then he said this, and I was like, wow, look at Eddie. You know, not a hypocrite. He turned around and said, how can I have Demetrius Andre not fighting Canelo or Andre not fighting? Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. GGG. Billy Joe Saunders, or even Callum Smith. I'm providing substandard fights. That's an absolute shame. But in fact, he didn't say that. That's what he should have said. Because that's what he's doing. But he's always got his motherfucking 
business and someone else's business. Like, why is he worried about Jamal Charlo, who's on a completely different network, a completely different country, uh, you know, um, yeah, fuck it, country, because fuck, Eddie Hearn lives in the UK. Like, right. why are you always talking about Jamal Charlo? And yes, yes, they're not doing the best job for Charlo. But you shouldn't throw stones if you live in a glass house. I mean, simple. Let's go through the last eight names of Demetrius Andre. Give this man a screen share who's already on the resume. Demetrius Andre. So obviously we just saw him in November against Jason Quigley. Made very quick work. Liam Williams in a 12-round decision, April of last year. Luke Keeler in Miami, 15 months before that in 2020. We got Mr. Selecki, 12-round decision, June of 2019. Artur Akavov, 12th-round TKO, January of 2019. Help me on this one, Ness. Walter? I like to call him Akamwande. No one knows his real name. All right. 12-round decision in Boston. And that was his first DAZN matchroom fight. That was 2018. Four years in. That was supposed to be, let's not forget, that was supposed to be against Billy Joe Saunders. Yeah, somehow people like to give Eddie Hearn a pass. Oh, well, Billy Joe Saunders popped, so he got cleaned up to fight Canelo. He did. He got cleaned up to move up a division and get a title at 68. Indeed. So what? We couldn't secure the Andre Billy Joe Saunders fight after that? Oh, he 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 tests positive and and all of a sudden a positive test result kept him away from Andre, who was on the same side of the street for four years. And I'm supposed to accept this while you talk shit about someone else. And 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 all in someone else's business. And let's not forget. That, you know, Charlo, because he's more popular than Demetrius Andre, right? Because that's what it is. When you're more known, you get hated on. It's just simple. Absolutely. It's just simple. You know, simple mathematics, right? So because he's more popular than Demetrius Andre, he is a duck. He's ducking Benavidez, a dude that is a division above. You know? Normally, when you're a division above, I can't really be ducking you. You know? Somehow, it happened to Canelo, though. Being at 54, he was somehow ducking Triple G. Never had fought at 60, even way before the Chavez fight, right? But sticking to the topic, Charlo was a duck because he hasn't fought Benavidez. Charlo was a duck because he hasn't fought the 168-pound Keller Plant. Charlo's the one ducking. Not Andre, who just re-signed. See, if people kept the same energy like I like to do, I'm consistent. When Crawford re-signed, I called him, whatever it is, I called him, go find the episode. I said, whatever I said, that energy's the same. Andre re-signed. Espinosa let us know that, what? He sent an offer for Charlo. So this man who's been on a, what, country rack band tour? Ain't that what y'all say about Canelo? Because those names don't sound Latino, and they damn sure don't sound black. Last time he fought a slick African-American, the term they like to use against Canelo, when was that? Please show his screen again. Alantes Fox, maybe? Hmm. We call that slick these days. I mean, was that all right? All right, let's let's say he is slick because because the foxes are my brothers. Let's say he is slick. Is he considered elite? 
Absolutely not. Because that was the knock on Floyd. Oh, he don't, he don't want to fight an elite black fighter. Ain't that the knock on Canelo? He don't want to fight a black fighter. So I don't know. Is this a one-way street or is everybody afraid of the black fighter or not afraid of the black Like, What's going on? Why isn't he fighting a up-and-coming Jerron Boots and his type of fighter, okay? I'm not dumb. That's not his division, I know. I'm just saying, give me someone that is African-American and is a threat. Don't give me Alantes Fox, and damn sure don't talk about Willie Nelson because those shits is like a decade ago, both those wins. And and Charlo doesn't fall too far from this street either because last time he fought what would be considered anything near slick would be Brandon Adams, and that ain't considered elite. Unfortunately, I love Brandon Adams. All right? But, um, you know, Eddie, Eddie got to chill. He got to worry about what's going on on the zone. And he's got to worry about giving me something that I want. As a $100 a year DAZN subscriber, I'm not happy with Zach Parker and Demetrius Andre. I had to do research. As a hardcore fan who wakes up and do a show every day, I got to do research on a dude that you found him to fight. Meanwhile, some of us, like myself, call you the best promoter in the world. But here you are making the smaller man, because Andre started at 54. So now he's got to go to 68 because you ain't got him nothing. But you did get a Canelo shot for Callum. Let's let's be fair. You did get a Canelo shot for Callum. You got a Canelo shot for Billy Joe. Right? I mean, you got one for Bivol. Mm -hmm. What's the common denominator? I'm just going to say, you know, he is moving up, but there is... Something to gain for Andre than fighting a Zach Parker. An interim title? An interim title. Another vacant title. So you'll be a three-time vacant title champ. You won your first vacant title He'll versus... he put himself in position What to- was the first vacant title? Brian Rose? Second vacant title, Akinwande? This will be an interim third vacant title? Let's stop the nonsense. At least Charlo won his belt from a 40-year-old man. I'm not arguing with you. Again, don't throw stones if you live in a glass house. Eddie shouldn't be out here talking about Charlo and his little fanboys. His ti- nah, his title. Uh, what, Cool Clay? <laughs> it, it's there. vacant, man. It's vacant. My man is vacant. He ain't had that belt. Who? What champion he beat? No, I was just... <laughs> he... He ain't be no champion. That's what I'm saying. The belt was vacant. He fought Marta Rosen for the vacant. There you go. Vacant. He fought uh, Jack Coke for the vacant. That was the vacant WBA, though. All vacant, man. Right. Even and, even Walter, when he was supposed to fight Billy Joe, wasn't that a, a, a vacant? Because Billy Joe's belt got vacant because he tested positive and then he couldn't fight. It became vacant. I'm definitely. telling you, man. My man is the vacant franchise king. He's got like three, he's three-time vacant champion or something like that. Yo, he dropped Walter four times in that fight? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. He's good. He just can't show us versus the elite. No, I was just asking because I see two of the scores. The last, yo, and that's crazy. Let me tell you, that's probably the best name on his resume, Vanez Martiroshian. And, and, and the crazy thing about that is that I don't know what's Vanez's best win. But his pedigree was real. You know, he's from that Trout and, and, and Bradley uh, 
four-year amateur class. Yeah. So Vanez has a lot of wins over a lot of people uh, in the amateurs. You know what I'm saying? And he was a tough fight. He gave Laura a tough fight. Everybody knows that. You know? He just never was good enough. But that that might be the best Ishe? name. You think Ishay would be his best one? He didn't fight Ishay. Yeah, he did. You talking about you talking about Mata Rosa. Okay, because I'm about to say you ain't Andre didn't fight Ishay. Um Mata Rosa fought Ishay probably before he was a world champ, right? No. It, it was, was after? The fight before Oh yes, yes, it was after. It was a fight before Laura. Before Vanes fought Laura. So two fights before the triple G fight. I mean, look, man, you got it. You got it. You got to rock with Ishe. You got to give anybody credit to beats Ishe, man. He's been around for so long. My man even fought Daniel Jacobs, bro, on Showbox. Like, Ishe goes back right. long time. And then he lost so much and still was able to become world champ. So it's like, you got to give him his just due. It's a decent win, I guess, you know? Because Lubin just retired Ishe, what, like two years ago. So, you know. I'm sure that whenever Vanez fought Ishe was like five years ago, which gives more life to Ishe's career. And and I like him, man. He's always he's a straight shooter on Twitter and all that. Nah, he definitely is. Yeah, that I mean the Ishe fight. Oh shit, I was there actually, 2015. Mm, that, that. that was on the card of uh Mayweather Birdo. Mayweather oh man. I got to the arena at like twelve thirty so I could watch Tank fight. And Floyd didn't fight till like 9.30 that night. So I was there for the whole fucking card, but yeah. Eddie Hearn, man. He gonna hit you up. You know you know they're listening. That's cool. You know I mean, it's it, <clears throat> that he's not being asked the right questions. You know what I mean? Like, stop talking about Charlo. It's an everyday thing, too, with this guy. I got uh, Brandon Maurice, who's celebrating 15 months of membership being a contender shout out to you thank you for the support and uh for your fantastic calls obviously he is a nomination nominee for caller of the year for 2022 uh he says put up a poll ness and ask the people what's a better fight charlo versus Selecki or andre versus parker I mean, obviously they're gonna say andre parker because parker's a a a a, a, a so-called puncher and and Andre is moving up. I mean, that's what I would assume. Any logical boxing fan would pick that. But the biggest name on Zach Parker's resume is who? On Zach Parker's resume? Can I get a screenshot really quick? It's Vaughn Alexander, man. Vaughn Alexander. And Vaughn Alexander is most known for being the brother of Devin Alexander, the two- or three-time champion. He accomplished what he accomplished, not Vaughn. Like, what did Vaughn do? Who's Vaughn's biggest win? Like, he's Louis, known. Cuba Arias? He's known for fucking going to jail for like 10 years and, and being the story of Devin Alexander as they built him on HBO. So as Devin is winning... They showing us pictures of him going to see Vaughn and how he fucking, you know, as as a boxer, he's taking care of, I think, like 11 people. You know what I'm saying? His brother's in prison. And I remember he had like an orange challenger. Like, come on, man. Like, he ain't known for beat. I mean, and look, 
<laughs> now he got the biggest win of his career over Louis Cubazeris, who got the biggest win of his career over Jared uh, Hurd. So, you know, I guess it's all relative, but it still makes it Zach Parker's biggest name. And that's crazy because it's almost on par. I would say if I had to choose between what career I would rather take, it would definitely be Vanez Martirosian over Vaughn Alexander's career. I would agree, absolutely. No question about it. No so, about uh, it. again, you know, Parker having to make a statement and, and, and make a name for himself on May 21st, where Andre, even though he's moving up, I'm sure is considered the favorite, but I'll double-check that on uh, Pro Boxing. They usually have all the odds. We... Definitely want to thank all of those joining us on both YouTube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice and on TikTok at The Boxing Voice. For those of you joining us on TikTok, the TikTok version of our show is a behind the scenes look. We start the TikTok first and the TikTok last. Um, but if you would like to see the full produced show and see. Wow, we don't even have odds on Zach Parker versus Demetrius Andre. This is supposed to be a big fight. Like. Andre is an American Olympian, two-time division champion. <laughs> Let's get back to Eddie Hearn not doing his job for Andre, man. Um, he dropped the ball yet again. Let me let me get to my pre-pro and um, show the people. Let me see. Did I already have this pulled up? Bam. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Well, you pulled that Yes, up. I did. Okay. Boom. Give it to me, Trav. So, this is it. No, wrong wrong screen share. Be careful. You know this guy likes to be on Pornhub. Um, this is Exhibit B here, Danny. Um, this is yet again Eddie Hearn failing Andre. Because if you're going to fight an unnamed fighter... At least fight him on your own network. At least fight him in your hometown. What? You got to go to You're the A-side fighter. You're the champion moving up. All this is happening because of you, and your promoter doesn't even win the purse bid. But these things go unnoticed. If Al Heyman loses a purse bid or Bob Arum, God forbid, it's headlines. But Eddie loses a purse bid, and no one says anything. Yet, Demetrius Andre, the house fighter, the champion, now has to fight on BT Sports. And, and what is it that Frank Warren even has? Uh, I mean, ESPN Plus in America, right? Really? This will be on ESPN Plus? No way. I'm going to Frank Warren's uh, official site. Let's see. That'll be crazy. That'll be good then. This will be a, a good failure, I guess. Like, what is that called? Like, um... You know, life give you lemons. You make lemonade, I guess. I guess so. Let's see. I'm trying to it, see. Is it going to be ba-ba-ba-ba? I don't see. Uh, no, but for, no. They're, they're literally fighting at a football stadium in the UK uh, in the home of Zach Parker. Zach Parker is giving 10 pounds of every ticket sold. Yep, I read that. To the soccer team because mm-hmm. they're underfunded. Yep. Unbelievable. But that's why they get support. You know, they do things like that. 
it's cross promotion between sports. We don't really get that, you know. Um, you get the occasional basketball or football player that associates themselves with a fighter, uh, but it isn't, you know, everybody or the whole um, NFL with box. It just it doesn't happen, man. Yeah. That's why guys like Tank and Floyd, but see, they've been successful because they have been able to see, cross over to those other uh, sports and genres. That, that's the thing, right? That's the thing. When you talk about sports and you talk about UK-specific for one, they have football or soccer, right? And they have boxing. Mm-hmm. It's really all they have. And out there, people are proud of where they come from. You know, people back their home team. Yes. Um, I watch, you know, EuroLeague soccer, football. Wow. Bro, I really wasn't familiar with the team. It's Pride Football Club or Pride FC or Derby. F- like, never heard of them. You know, but people are proud and people back there, you know, they like to to represent where they come from and to represent, you know, their their home and their team and whatnot. So it's, it's, it's just interesting to see that as a two-division champion, you got to go to the uh, contender's backyard, you know. Very sad. What's also sad is that uh, ESPN doesn't even have this on the schedule, so I won't be able to see, you know, normally when it's on the schedule, they show you what network is uh, airing it. So for the 21st, they only have the Benavidez fight on the schedule and the Buatzi fight with Craig Richards. Which is funny because they're going head-to-head with Eddie Hearn. Mm -hmm. So it's like Eddie already had his fighter fighting on that day Mm -hmm. but he's like i'm gonna put another show on that day well no remember this would be now frank warren's show so he still got to get money i I, know what you're saying it's like but he's not part of that promotion with frank so he like you just you just sit on your hands on a saturday no i get what you're saying but like what so you're gonna send you're gonna send frank smith uh, somebody to go support your your two division champ yeah that's wow wow we do our own thing over here it was just probably exactly what's gonna happen if he gets a frank smith if and that's again the root of the show Stop throwing stones when you live in a glass house because you're doing a god-awful job for Andre. Can I get a, a screen share really quick? So right here is what I consider to be the most accurate boxing schedule. Mm, who's this? Dan Rayfield? Dan Rayfield. I go to his Facebook page. Oh. I go to his Facebook page. You, I'm, seen, you seen Coppinger throwing shots at, at Rayfield? He was like, oh, no. I'm nowhere near as good as uh, Dan Rayfield. You never seen that? You didn't see that yesterday? Oh, was that in response to Keith Eidick and his comments regarding uh, ESPN ringside not giving due credit? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, so they don't have a network listed as we see right here. This is uh, this is the fight in question. This is the fight that we are discussing here on YouTube.com forward slash the boxing voice May 21st. Demetrius Bubu Andre against Zach Parker for the vacant WBO interim super middleweight title in Derby, England. Um, no, no network. Network. As of now. Um, yeah, I, I love Dan Rayfield's uh boxing schedule. Were you like one of those guys that went to his uh we're good. Were you one of those guys that would go to Dan Rayfield's uh page on ESPN? For the fight chat? Every, yeah, on nah. fight, not 
Early um, Fridays? Nah, like one like I I I've been there one time because like that was a little bit of a thing when 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 I first hit Twitter like many years ago, like that was a thing, like his fight chat or whatever. Mm. But it wasn't my thing. It was like it wasn't as good uh as I don't know, um Twitter that is right now an instant. Yeah. You know, um he had the pick. I don't know. It wasn't I just got a message saying the show is off. I'm going to kill Trav if we work for free. I swear to God. Because it still says one waiting. Yeah, that's what it says for me as well. Uh, your mic's not on. It's at 308 concurrent viewers. I hope. I hope. Trust me. I hope it's recording at least. Because uh, this will still can be uploaded at the very least. Yeah, I don't know what's going Damn, on. Damn, yo. Is that is that um Discord lit up like that? Yep. It's a lot of people in there. Lord. 15 people. Lord. Um, so yeah, man. But let's get into these Zach Parker quotes because even though I think the opponent is bad, because at this point, what is what is Andre? 34 years old? He's gotta be like Wilder's age or two years younger, because Wilder's yes, a late no, starter. No, Dem- Demetrius is 34. <laughs> 34. Ain't Wilder 34? Deontay Wilder, I'm not sure. But it's all good. But yeah, damn. In that, in that window. 34, because people like to call Crawford old, so that means Andre is old or getting old. They were in the same uh, Olympic uh, team, right? 08? They were in the same Olympic, yeah. Boo-Boo and Deontay? Yep. They were both 08, right? Yep. And Gary. Russell Jr. I wonder how's his arm, man. Deontay's 36 mm. years old. Hmm. Really quick, um, Eddie Hearn, since, you know, kind of uh, the topic of discussion, mm-hmm. came out yesterday tweeting, huge pre-sale. Can I actually, hold on, hold on. All right, oh, now. yeah, for the Canelo fight? Yeah, now let me get a screen share. He says, huge pre-sale today for Canelo Bivol. Only very limited tickets remain for general sale tomorrow, which is now today. Day one sellout income and big Cinco de Mayo weekend. Canelo. Mm-hmm. Just your thoughts on that, man. That's pretty impressive. I mean, 20, isn't that, isn't that 20, typical 20, already? 000, nah, not in Vegas. Not for Canelo. What? I mean, he'll sell, he'll sell out the big fights, but the, I mean, I, I guess any Canelo fight's a big fight, but uh, Bivol's not a name. I mean, you know, the funny thing is that these headlines always come from Eddie. The, the, it used to be the we're same. We're good, we're good. It used to be the same for Joshua. Uh, or Katie, or or anybody that can, you know, excuse me, Kelbrook, anybody that can remotely sell a few tickets. Um, but these pre-sale tickets, remember that there are like third-party distributors that buy these things to be able to sell it to us no, that's, at a higher rate. So it's true, not really, true. it's not really fight fans. We don't even know if it's fight fans, but regardless. From a you know bottom end uh, standpoint, it don't matter as long as them tickets get sold, they get sold. You know you made your money, so hand over fist. Uh, so it's a good thing, but it, you know we we know that there's like StubHub's buying these things, everybody, so that they can resell. No, I get it. It was uh, just wanted your thoughts or to see if you even made anything from that at all. No, I mean he's a star. 
That's why everybody wants to fight him. Look, he can sell out twenty thousand. You said in 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 a few hours versus fucking well, no, Bivol. No, 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 no. Don't even that, know Bivol. That's not how many he saw. I'm just saying. How many was it that he sold? That's how many the arena holds twenty thousand. Okay, so it's, so how many did he sell? According to Eddie, he sold. Uh, it was damn near a sellout. All right, so he on sold, the pre-sale, so he sold twenty thousand. Is it sold out or is it's it, not sold out? So is the pre-sale a certain amount of tickets? Is what you're telling me? I'm I'm lost here. When when you tell what me the part? arena holds twenty thousand, and you tell me that the promoter says they sold out I, or I mean, damn I near never, sold out, yeah, damn near. What well, damn near means almost twenty if you're at capacity at twenty. But listen, moving on, <laughs> moving on. He's doing an excellent job for Canelo. Meanwhile, Andre's got to go to fucking Derby to Derby, England. <laughs> Look, to be fair though, if Andre sells out and Canelo sells out, Andre will have sold more tickets than Canelo. So <laughs> I don't know when we can ever assume that Andre would sell out. There was a little bit of a hype there. We went together. It was so funny. You and I went. You and I went to Boston. Damn, that was the, four years ago. That was August of 2018. Yeah. Wow, four years ago. Yeah. I remember I got pictures of Booba with them low ass dreads and shit. We were there. Man, I was in such better shape. Lord. Yep. We uh we drove we drove Crazy. from Jersey to Boston. Jersey to Boston. Road trip style. Road trip style came back and went to Philly to see Danny and, and Crazy Ange. Yeah, man. It's Danny's birthday the other day, man. I was talking to his father. I'm trying to freaking get them out here. He's in Miami right he now? Miami. Yeah, you seen him with Colbert and Fulton. Yeah. And I think I think Rajon Chance was there too. He blowing up. My man mm. getting like 2,000 likes on IG. That's crazy. Got like four fights. Shit is happening quick for be- these guys now with social media. You know, can you imagine that the Tysons, even Floyd, you know, because Floyd was obviously on the, he he, he, like, he got on social media when it came, but, you know, it, social media is more established now. Like, everyone has it now. And, right. And the iPhones and Androids are so evolved that everyone has a smartphone. So, it, you know, it's just more people than it could ever ever been back then. Yeah, I mean, social media was really just becoming a thing. Yeah. When he became money. Yeah. You know, Pretty Boy didn't get the social media for the most part, so. Exactly. Exactly. It, it would be interesting, man. We need a DeLorean. We need a DeLorean, man. We need to go back in time and just mm-mm, see what we can uh, adjust, you know. But let's I want to get to these quotes because my man, Zach Parker, is talking greasy. And he made me, off this article, it made me want to go and watch his fight. So I watched uh, one full fight, which was the last one, which was another middleweight moving up. What is his name? Like Mark Morrison or something like that? Are you are you saying for uh, Zach Parker? But you're saying his last full fight? No, his last fight. Oh yeah, his last fight was against Marcus Morrison. Marcus Morrison. I okay. thought you were saying his last full fight because I know he hasn't gone the distance since 2018. Oh, I didn't know that little fun fact stat, and and that's what I think is going to be the interest in this fight as time as the fight gets closer. May 21st comes upon us. I think that's what will grab onto that he's an alleged puncher and uh, he is a natural 
um, 68-pounder. And allegedly, according to him, he says it himself. Uh, where can I find it? Uh, okay, maybe it is... Maybe it is. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. I have it highlighted, all right? All right, so let's start with this sexy one anyway, and I think it's in here. He says, and I quote, I think he's on his last leg, and his promoter hasn't got behind him, has he? Not like my promoter, that is. What you are meant to do, get behind your fighter. He is 34, coming up a weight against someone who is big for the weight. You could see that in my last fight against Mark Morrison when a middleweight comes up. I just put them to sleep. Trust me, I will be the first to stop Andre. I haven't been as confident about anything in my life. I've been waiting for these big fights to show what I am about. On May 21st, everyone will know who Zach Parker is. So uh, as you can see, he says someone who is big for the division. So he already is letting you know. You know, I'm sucking down. I'm on some Benavidez yeah. shit. You, you know, know what I'm uh, some of those early fights Zach Parker had in his career, he, you know, was coming in light heavyweight, mm. you know, 72, 75, so he's really big. 74. But as far as size, you know, both men are listed at the same height, six foot even. Mm. And Zach Parker only has, I want to say, either a quarter inch or a half inch reach advantage. Okay. So as far as being like the natural 68 pounder, it might not be as good for him because it's like if it's if it's hard for you to make the weight or if you really have to work to make the weight mm -hmm. while Demetrius is moving up, you get what I'm saying? Demetrius would be more comfortable as far as not having as big of a weight cut. You a little know? faster. A little faster, you know. So, uh, another, but it's the another, punching power that is. worries people. It, it, it is, but when you know if you if you are sucking down. We know that your power isn't full strength, right? Because you're you're putting your body through that weight cut. Another thing to keep in mind is Demetrius Andre has boxed nearly double the rounds that Zach Parker. I'm I'm sorry, Demetrius Andre has boxed more than double the rounds that. Zach well, obviously he doesn't have the power of uh, Parker. No, I know. I'm just I'm stating as far as experience. You know, Zach Parker's never been. In a title fight, uh, I know he has, well, this is for an interim. He has international belt, right, at 168. Excuse me. Whoa. But Demetrius has fought 91 more rounds, right? Is it 91? I want to say it's 91 more rounds than... Uh, but it looks like Parker's probably <coughs> been more active. I mean, he had three fights in 2021 alone. Three fights in 2021 alone that equal, you know, one fight. You mean in in terms of name caliber? Well, no, well, not even that. No, look, I'm just saying all three fights with the scheduled 10 rounders. Yeah. Again, he's a Two puncher. rounds, one round. He's a rounds. puncher. No one no one got mad at Deontay Wilder he's for getting a knockout. He's a puncher against who, though? Against the people that are in front of him, just uh, like Deontay no, I, Wilder. I, I, I get what you're saying, but... You're comparing a, a world champion with 10 title defenses to a guy who hasn't fought, you know, Von, like you said. Well, I'm not Von, comparing. Von, I'm Von. not comparing. I'm just uh -huh. saying he is a puncher. 
Okay. That's all. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, to an extent, right? He he's at a seventy-two percent KO ratio. So I will say this: I, I, you know, doing research, I did see some things mm-hmm. out there. Okay. If you if you Google enough, there will be people that suggest Parker probably lost the fight versus Daryl Williams. So that may be something you want to do a film study on if you're potentially going to put any sort of money on this fight um, and you're leaning Parker, there are rumors of him not looking good in that Daryl Williams fight. I see a few comments in the chat. People having issues with the stream. Um, You know, head over to Discord. You'd be able to hear us. Uh, I think it's a YouTube thing today. That we've had a couple issues uh, so far, thus far. So, um, you know, come on over. You could head over to TikTok. Yeah, something's definitely wrong. Well, actually, I see it live there, too. So, I see it. It's live on the analytics side of things. So, I guess. Anyway, um, hopefully you can hear us and uh, all that good stuff. Let me see if anyone had the ability to super chat or are we frozen out of that? Um, and for those of you asking the close fight at hand that Ness just brought up, was the last time Zach Parker went the distance against Daryl Williams, mm-hmm. and that was for the vacant BBB of C British super middleweight title. I got Jaguar Paul who says with a five dollar super chat, Andre doesn't actually have fans. Those are just Canelo haters. But never forget, Andre takes Euro bums like Selecki and Williams to decisions. Cringe emoji, crying emoji. Let's talk about that because Let's people give that. guys like you know Canelo hate, but you know he doesn't go twelve with a Selecki or or a Liam Williams type of fighter. Would you say Liam Williams is Selecki and Williams more mm. accomplished? Mm. Are Selecki and Williams more accomplished than uh, Yeardum? Selecki and Williams more accomplished. Are they? Are they more accomplished than Williams? Um, man, I would say no. Wow, really? So let me just, you know, just so we're on the same page. You're asking, is Selecki more accomplished? Is Selecki and Liam Williams more accomplished than Yildirim? Individually, obviously. Liam Williams, I'll say no. Um, he, I will say he is not more successful than... Uh, than Yodrum. Selecki, though, Selecki has only lost to Boo and Daniel Jacobs. You know, he beat Gabe Rosado. He beat Jack Koke. He beat Hugo Centeno. He, he stopped him, actually. So, I don't know. Now, I guess the question is, is like a guy like Yodrum, like, who's his best win, you know? Uh, Wasn't it Darrell? Darrell, right? So, who was a WBC world champ? Was that a win or a draw? 
Give me one sec. I am. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, I'm I'm I'm, you know, pulling up everything. I don't know. I would say I would say Selecki is a more more accomplished fighter than What's his biggest win? Michael Soro? You ain't even give him credit for that Who, one. Who? Avni? No, Selecki. Michael Soro's probably his biggest win. More than Gabe. Ooh. I I I personally rank Gabe higher than Soro, but from a technical standpoint, you can have Soro ranked above Gabe. He's got less losses and beat better. Not better, but less and, less losses and beat decent names. And for Darrell, the for for Avni, the Darrell fight was uh was a technical decision loss. Mm. But I think it was uh it had a lot to do with maybe some controversy, right? Yeah, wasn't it a headbutt or something the like headbutt that? Headbutt and whatnot. So uh, some people felt that he was up. Um, nonetheless, that's why I think he got that mandatory shot because he was winning, and then it was like stopped, and and it wasn't right to stop it. I don't know. He was some- he was mandatory. He was mandatory. He was mandatory before that fight. Uh-huh. Before that fight, because that fight was uh, the beginning of 2019. You and when you and I went to go see, uh, who did we go see in Miami? Summer in Miami. Uh, the heavyweight. The heavyweight. The, the the Nigerian one? Nah, nah, nah. The one Wilder had in camp. They brought us down. He was on a. He got knocked out a couple times. He was on the Arrow undercard. Uh huh. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. But Avni was there. And I had never heard of Avni at this time. This is uh Yeah, 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 yeah. You're talking about Greg Corbin when we yes, was in the heavyweight Cor- factor. Exactly. And what I'm saying is Avni was mandatory then. And I remember he made a video and poor Avni, he probably didn't even know what he was saying, but somebody told him to say, Benavides, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> and I, you know, I still got that video, but he was he was mandatory then, so so I got um, a poll based off Brandon Maurice. What's the better fight? Charlo versus Selecki, Andre versus Parker, or third option? Both hot garbage. Forty-six votes already on that on that post. So head over. Yeah, already Parker versus Andre has forty-three percent. Better fight than Charlo versus Selecki. Uh, but getting back to these uh, Parker quotes. Uh, look, he says here, my style is all wrong for everyone, not just for Andre. He said for everyone. Every time I face someone, I change my style to work in my favor. We'll see. Like you said, you know, it's easy to say these things. With the level of opposition that you've been in the ring with, Andre is a former Olympian, two-time uh, vacant champion. So you know he brings something totally different to the ring. Like you said, all the rounds box means experience. You know, um, we'll see. But I tell you, Zach, and the way he talked in this article, it does have me uh, interested. Like you, 
I've read the part where he was given 10 pounds from every ticket sold back to the Derby Club uh, to help them out. Uh, you know, so so that drew me in as well. And uh, the fact that he was saying to them, hopefully they can get behind him because he's doing that. Yeah, no. And also uh, drew me in. All of these things drew me in. But like I said, when I'm hearing from uh, shout out to my boy Andy McCart over at IFL and a couple of those other guys, you know, coming over doing what we do and covering the sport. When I'm hearing from them, bro, I'm, ta- I'm talking about like a year ago. Yo, this guy, this guy, Canelo, Canelo may have to face him. So that's when I first start. Okay, let me see what's let me see what's to the Zach Parker guy. Have you watched him? Because he does have a very decent left hook to the yes. body and a and a nice jab. I don't know how these tools are gonna look versus Andre because obviously, when the better the opposition across from you, the things that you thought you can do in the past, all of a sudden they're tougher to perform. On a person, the level of an Andre, if Andre is who they say he is, because we haven't even really been able to see him on the elite level if we're not considering the Monterosian fight. Uh, and that was so long ago. Even the Williams fight, you know, I give him credit for all those fights, but they're just a long time ago. Like Willie Nelson, Vanez, Alantes Fox. Alantes Fox, yes, sir. Alantes Fox. I will say, though, for whatever it's worth, I will say that I, look, I was impressed that Boo could even drop Liam Williams, and I was impressed that he stopped Jason Quigley. This, but didn't Chris Eubank do it better? As far as Liam Williams? Yes. Yeah, I mean, as far as Liam Williams is concerned. And he was out there looking like but, second coming of Roy Jones Jr. with but, the triple left hook on Liam. But to be fair. Liam got dirty with Andre. Let's be real. He got dirty. He no did. respect for Andre. He did. But to be fair, Eubank did it right after Andre did it. Yeah, of course. You know, so so at this point, Liam Williams had been on a on a winning streak since his back-to-back losses to Liam Smith. So, you know, I want to say maybe five, six fights in a row. It was um, seven fights in a row, seven-fight winning streak heading into that uh, boo-boo fight. Seven-fight winning streak for Liam Smith, or I'm sorry, Liam Williams. Seven-fight winning streak, all seven by KO. So when he went into that boo-boo fight, he had a lot of momentum. He did. You know, he had a lot of momentum. Um... Did Eubank do it in a more decisive fashion? He did. You know, he did. But now now it's Zach Parker, right? Now it's Zach Parker. Now it's time for him to go to England and fight for this vacant interim title. You know, and maybe put himself in position to fight a Canelo, right? If, mm-hmm. if he goes out there and he starts talking crazy, if he beats Zach Parker out there starts talking crazy... Canelo, I'll come to Mexico next. I'll come to your backyard next. Horrible fighter. Pay me in pesos. Payday. You know? Bro, you're saying if Andre wins and does all that? Yeah. Who's going to be tuned in to Zach Parker versus Andre to even hear that? 
Like, how is Canelo gonna hear that? You, you know, the look, bro. People, people, uh, the same way people listen to the show. It'll, you know what I'm saying? If, if, if big names in the sport are listening into this very show, then I promise you that video, or if Boo Boo were to go off. Or whatever the the comment may be, is gonna get back to Canelo or somebody in the camp, somebody in the team. They will hear it. I promise you. I hope. I hope, man. Um, I don't know. I'm. I, I just hope that Parker can live up to his words and make it in a, an interesting fight. You know. Um, but. Even if it's interesting, he still will be a relative unknown to Americans. Absolutely. And uh, it's just unfortunate because how much credit can Andre receive for the win? You know, I don't I don't know. You know, it's 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 difficult with the level of names that he keeps fighting. It's hard to, to, to say that anyone is avoiding him. Like, again, I go back to Eddie Hearn. You read the last eight or or whatever, you know, the matchroom buffet he's been feasting on since re- getting to matchroom. Um, none of those names have been remotely appealing. Nobody, yeah. nobody on there was like, oh, you know what? It wasn't even a Gabe. He, they didn't even give him a Gabe Rosado, you know? he He didn't get a Jaime. You know, he didn't get Billy Joe. He didn't get Callum Smith. He didn't get Gennady Golovkin. He didn't get Canelo Alvarez. No, trust me, man. I get it. Trust me. I, I get That's it. That's crazy, though. Um, Again, to be talking about Charlo and how Charlo's not fighting two dudes above his division, all these guys are in Andre's division. Andre, at least, has verbally been willing to move up. He wanted to move up to 68 to fight Billy Joe when Billy Joe went up there and got a vacant. Unlike Charlo, who's on record saying, no, I'm I'm small. Fight me at 64. You got his brother saying, you know, Benavides is too big. It's a different story than Andre, who's claiming he can fight at 68 and having the actual people there to fight. It's crazy. Yeah, Um. really quick, I do want to apologize. Man, I'm, I got listeners texting me. Me too. Bro, me it's, too. It's I don't know what's up. It's bad. I'm not sure. Um, it says on my end, though, like if I go to my analytics page, I mean, it's got 990-something people have been watching. So, so yeah, I don't know for, what's going for on. For me, literally 30 seconds ago, it just went from one waiting to how many people are watching. But I see the comments. Yeah, like right now, I see 331 watching. Yeah, I see the same thing. And but, I see the the, the, the votes. People are voting, so I don't know. Maybe it's an exclusivity thing. You can't get in, and those that are here are here. I don't know what to tell you. Really, it's it must be. Trav might be right when he says that it could be a YouTube thing. YouTube has never done such a thing. I don't know what's going on. I really don't. But they're calling him the hardest-hitting super middleweight in Britain. Yeah, in Britain. I mean, look, yo, that's his country, though. Like, you know, you say that as if you're putting him down. Like, oh, yeah, over there. But, like, that's that's where he's nah, from. I, I thought you was going to say some crazy shit. Like, in, in the, the division, world. Yeah. <laughs> Not in the world, no. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the money's behind him. 
you know, we can't forget that. They won the purse bid, Frank Warren. Big influx of cash this year. My man's winning purse bids left and right. Uh, you know, he won the big Tyson Fury, Dillian White purse bid and obviously won the Zach Parker versus uh, Demetrius Andrade purse bid. So, you know, hopefully we get this fight on ESPN like you're suggesting. Right now, all we do know that it's going to be taking place May 21st. It'll be for the WBO interim world title. Um, and it will be live on BT Sports. And the stadium will be Park, no, Pride Park Stadium. In Derby, England. In Derby. Yo, let me get a screen share. Look at your man right there, Lonnie B. We was just talking about him yesterday. And he's like, yo, can I get the winner? That's so unfortunate, man. You know, I wish there were a entourage. What is it? Arliss? What was Arliss' name? Is it is that's his name? From my, I know you're young, but come on. You never watched Entourage on HBO? I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Shame. Shame. I was like Shame. 12 when it was Shame. Out. Yeah, well, Ar wasn't Arliss like the agent? Artie. Artie? Artie. Uh -uh. And you neither. You're a young whippersnapper that didn't yeah. watch fucking Entourage. No, nah, I actually uh, never got into it. Like, I watched it, but it didn't catch my attention. Wow. But um, it was, I feel like, at an immature time in my life. Right. Mm -hmm. For example, try to start the Sopranos around the same time in my life. Couldn't get into it. Now the Sopranos is my favorite all-time TV show. Mm. So but, uh, um, let me just get a screen share here. This page is a page I promote. They pretty much tell the truth. Uh, boxing habit. Demetrius Andre's opposition since 2017. Zero world champions. Zach Parker, European. Jason Quigley, he's 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 he's, he's Irish, but I guess is that considered European? Um, I mean, Ireland is in Europe. Europe. So. There you go. No, I mean because what he's trying to do is correlate the European, the Euro Tour. Because for Canelo, they shortened it. They called it a Euro Tour. Remember? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, of course. There you go. Liam Williams, he's considered European, living in a uh, good old England, right? Luke Keeler, another guy from Ireland, so another European, right? Ness, are you American because you live in America? Um, I'm just... Yeah, I mean... I'm yeah. just giving context here, buddy. Right. I mean, you know, for those that may not be following along on YouTube.com because of the glitches... Forward slash The Boxing Boys. Because of the glitches, I, I just got to put it into perspective. Selecki, European. I thought uh, Arthur Akakov... Probably would have been Russian, no? See, but but see, that's considered European, too? All right. There you go. Well, half of Russia is European. The other half is, is Asia? Asian. Yeah. There you go. So, like, Western Russia is your is your Europe. And then... There you go. Yeah. So, um, CY, wow. CYP says counterpunch. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Wow. Eight. Okay. CYP. Where is he? Oh, he's on Skype. What up? What up? What up? Listen, listen. What up, fellas? What up? Y'all, 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 they caught me. Y'all, they caught me. Look, Yerdum did not beat the rail. He lost technical decision. Yeah. He, he was down on the scorecard. He wasn't up. I know people, people, I don't know why people love doing that shit. Oh, he was winning, though. He was winning. And then, they, no, he wasn't winning. 
you can't win a technical decision if you're down on the card. They go to the scorecards to see who's winning. It was Darrell. He won. And then after he loses to Darrell, he fights Canelo, gets knocked out. After Canelo, he loses again to Jack Coolen. And then he fights a dude who's 37 and 51. 37 wins, 51 losses just to get another win. Then he fights a dude, 14 wins, 21 losses to get a win. Ivani Yeardrum, I, I, I hate saying this about boxers, but in comparison to the boxers that we're talking about, Yeardrum is trash. He's much worse than Parker, much worse than Select. He is trash. Liam, I ain't, I ain't did him yet. But don't mention Ivani because they look him up, they're going to realize this dude is not that good. That's, that's all I want to say. So, to be clear, you think Selecki is who who do we compare Yeardum to, or we're asking the pulling the comparison? Selecki and Liam Williams. Oh yeah. So so to be clear, and I and I and I think I think so too, man. Selecki is a tough fight. I ain't gonna front. No, absolutely. He gave that, uh, no who question. did he give a problem to? I think he beat Michael Soro too. Check mm. that out. I think he beat Michael Soro. Uh, you know, the dude that handled the meat pretty easy, if I'm not mistaken, do you remember Mr. Almanac? Danny is Jacobs. About to say that. Danny Jacobs. So I thought that's That was his first fight with Eddie Hearn. And and didn't didn't Danny also beat Cool Clay? I think he did yes. that. Yes. I think he did that pretty easy too. Oh no, it was Dervianchenko. I'm confusing Cool Clay with Dervianchenko. He did that easier than everybody. Mm. Like GGG and Charlo had more issues to me than but to be fair, for those that don't know, that was a very unique situation when Jamal, Char excuse me, when Daniel Jacobs decided to fight um, Sergey Dervianchenko, it was because it was ordered, I believe, by the IBF. They were actually stablemates for many years. I want to say at least four years. Dervianchenko was trained by Gary Starks Jr., excuse me, senior, and uh, obviously shared trainers with Jacobs who was trained at the time with Andre Rogier so those teams had to split once that um purse bid came Gary decided to stay with Dervianchenko and go against his best friend in Rogier and stablemates had to fight each other so you know Jacobs had an unfair advantage of sparring the man well, for three four years I mean they both had the same advantage though no 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 yes you know I mean Jacobs had an advantage over the other men that, that had fought, fought Sergey? Yeah, like he had an advantage over Charlo and Gennady by being familiar. Come on. So you saying that Charlo's win against Devyachenko is better? I am not. I'm still saying Jacobs is better because he performed better, but I'm giving context that he was more familiar. He was no, in there. When I, you I in there you. with someone, you in there with someone. There's a certain level of fear that releases and is no longer part of the, you know, fight any longer you're just used to him right um you know that i feel so bad we acted lazy yesterday shakur posted that he was sparring amado vargas which we were invited to shakur stevenson's versus vargas and we didn't go and then he posts like no bad blood amazing rounds with my brother and i'm like damn it went down like that or am i reading too much into it because uh, why would you say no bad blood Shit must have got hot. And maybe there was people in the gym, so in case the rumors get out, it's like, nah, ain't no bad blood. That was just good work. Right. We dropped the ball. Unless I'm just reading too much into yeah, it, but that's nah, what I do best. That's why I you come in. I didn't see... I have a fucking vivid... I didn't see the... the What'd you say, the caption? 
No bad blood or whatever. I didn't see that. I just saw some pictures being posted, uh, you know, of the spawn. Yeah, I just saw the pictures mm. from the spawn. That was all, so. So, yeah. Damn, that's... it's not even there no more. Let me see. Was that Armado then and not him who posted it? Hmm. So, uh, I saw, I didn't even see Shakur post anything. I saw Shakur repost. Like yeah, his... yeah, yeah. It was Amado who posted okay. it. Okay. No bad blood. Screen share. Yo, Shakur always smiling. Yo, he happy to be a bad motherfucker, yo. I know. No, listen. Look, and he put tough right under. I ain't even noticed that. Look, and look at his brother. Dog work. Man, we missed it, man. Drop the ball. And Amados doesn't even have a pro fight yet, right? This is the youngest one. Oh, no, this is actually, he does have the pro fight. Yeah. Emilio's the one that isn't uh, pro. Emiliano, yeah. Emiliano. Which they'll be fighting on Triller. Mm-hmm. May 14th. If that happens. On, I mean, it's been announced, you know, um, on the Sergey Kovalev undercard. You good? I'm just reading the pre-pro uh, concerning our guest. Seems like um, we have no contact with Mr. Jeremiah Milton, but mm. that's all right. No problem. No that's problem. all right. Um, so let's open up these phone lines. You know the number to call in, 1425-569-5241. Press one one time. Voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. Actually, uh, how many does the Derby Stadium hold? What would be the, uh, I guess the 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 the. What do you call it? The, the enemy territory. How many people are going to be cheering against Andre? What's he going up against here? Yeah, no, it's a little over thirty thousand. Hmm. If we're that's being, a lot. If we're being exact, thirty three five nine seven. You know, um, that is a lot. And it may be even more than that because I want to say that that is um, for football. For football, you know, so uh, a total sellout could be uh, upwards of thirty-five thousand people cheering against, you know, Demetrius Andre. So these that's, are all, that's the, a lot it is a lot but you know let's keep in mind andre is no stranger to enemy territory right he went to germany to fight jack Koke. so um just something to point out this it's not like it's the first time that he's gone to his enemy's backyard right mhm so upwards of 35,000 people uh, you know, will be there cheering against Demetrius Andre. That is a lot. It's crazy, man. And let's, I, let's, I, I think let, that's let, the biggest problem I'm having is that, uh, you know, they lost the purse bid and he's got to go to enemy territory to get this done. Not that he has a problem. I believe he went to Germany to fight Jack Coakley, right? It's almost like I said that 30 seconds ago. Oh, you did? My bad. I'm 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 also doing some other stuff here, you know, trying to send uh some pictures to my good friend Chick Chickarelli who's putting together a deck. 
for TBV. All right. Good stuff. Um, good stuff. Call us. Yeah, so if you're on Skype, which I do see a few of you there, uh, if you are interested in being on the live portion of the show, please raise your hand, which will indicate to me that you're ready to rock and roll. Same goes for Blog Talk. All you got to do is press 1 one time, and uh, we'll get you on the line to voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. And if you're on Discord, which is where we want everyone to be on we will be phasing skype out in 13 days the countdown continues uh but if you're on discord please use the raise your hand feature uh if you don't know how obviously uh type in the chat and young trav will respond in a heartbeat we're gonna go out to coach myers in connecticut on skype right after these messages Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to youtube.com slash the boxing voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. Coach Myers, what's up? Buenos dias. What's going on? What's going on, Danny? What's going on, Ness? What up, champ? Ain't nothing chilling, chilling. So what we talking about today, man? We talking about Andre... Andre and Parker, Andre and Parker, and the fact that uh, Eddie Hearn has been failing Demetrius Andre for the last four years. Do we blame? I mean, we just gonna blame Eddie Hearn, or we gonna blame these guys not wanting to fight? Also, who who doesn't want to fight him? I mean, Charlo didn't want to fight him. Charlo, Charlo Charlo has nothing to do with Eddie Hearn and Andre. Charlo's on a completely different network with a completely. You said. You said he failed him. How he failed him if he was offering like seven million and shit to fight? What? But these fighters didn't want to take the fight. So, so why is it that you guys find this weird backdoor to blame Charlo for Andre's career um, being dog shit when he has more than six him. fighters on his I'm side of the street? Him. He's I'm got six him. fighters. Everybody okay. resorts to Charlo. Why is your first thing Charlo, who because obviously that's one of the biggest fights for him? Obviously, no, it's right? not. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. You would not because you you play flag football. You ain't never gonna let your star fighter go to nobody else's fucking team or network. Simple. Stop putting shit matter. in your shit. It do matter. You, you it do matter. Stop putting. Stop so, being so, realistic. So okay. Stop being so, realistic. So, 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 it's okay if. No, no. What I see is okay for you. What I see is okay for you. What I see is okay for you. What I see is okay for you is for Andre to fight four years worth of shit fights because of Charlo. That's your excuse. I see what you're doing today. I'll be back on my boom. I mean, is that your excuse? You could get a four-year pass to fight whoever you want because Charlo don't want to fight you. Okay, you don't want to answer. I want somebody to answer that. Why is Charlo... The, the 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 lead excuse. Oh, Andre's career is shit. Yeah, well, Charlo don't want to fight. They offered him seven mil. Well, why don't you call in and say that he was offered an offer to fight Charlo and he turned it down to resign with the zone? That is actual facts. Those are facts. So when you keep calling, oh well, he, he didn't want to fight Charlo don't want to fight him. Why don't you say Andre don't want to fight Charlo? He was offered to fight. A second time. And by second, I don't mean with the same brother. First time was with Jamel. Let's not get it confused. These ain't phantom offers. 
First time was with Jamel, and he walked to go sign with fucking Rock Nation. Second time was with Jamal, and he decided, I'm going to stay in the comfort of this Euro fucking tour that I'm on and chill with, with my man Eddie Hearn and get these bullshit names that people hate. What are y'all talking about? That's fact. If you need me to pull it up to screen share Espinoza telling you he offered Andre to fight and he turned it down to sign to the zone a second time like Terrence Crawford, where's your energy? Keep it the same, please. Keep it the same. I'm going out to New Orleans. It looks like we got JT on the line with his hand raised. So I'm hoping you're ready to rock and roll. So interesting, you come across like a nice guy, but you really a piece of shit. Hey, thank you. Come on, man, come on. That's no, that was a piece of fuck you. That was a piece of shit. You know, we're, we're doing we're doing live TV. Man, I don't care. What are you going to do about it? I'm telling you this, mother. Why do you have to talk like that? Well, I'm talking to you the way I want to talk to you. Do you have a problem? Turn off your station. I'm the best ever. Yo, what up, Ness? Buenos dias, my friend. Um, what's up, uh, Wing, Ring Walk? What's up? What's up? What's up with Look, you? I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the same energy though, Ness. Uh, we let's talk about Canelo, cause uh, you said keep the same energy on this Euro tour. That's what Canelo been doing on the Euro tour with the zone. On top of that, and then a guy didn't see why he just break down this year of them record. He had a losing record, and I'm not talking about them two wins that he got, cause that them guys had. That, them guys had had a losing record to get those wins, and um, didn't Canelo beat him for one of them belts? Huh? Beat who? Hello. Um, beat your them. I, I don't. I don't think so. Did he fight your them for a belt? I don't think so. I thought he was defending the WBC. I got to check. I'm not sure. I don't know. Nah, because uh, when CYP broke down that record, I remember you're them being one of them guys that Canelo had cleaned up for uh, the uh, yeah, I mean, I know that Canelo fought year them. I'm double checking now for you to make sure it was for a, a vacant belt. Was it Almanac? It was vacant on the line, yeah. The WBC was vacant, okay. I thought he won that in the um. Oh Callum no 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 fight. yeah yeah the, it was vacant in the Callum fight my bad exactly and so. and he was a WBC mandatory exactly so it's, it's just haters be hating on Canelo trying to say he fought Yerdum for a fucking belt and, and and this is what I'm saying the reason that it was hard even to follow what that caller was saying is because he started off by trying to compare Andre's Euro tour to Canelo's Euro tour so mm -hmm. so let's let's one let's Euro tour one Euro tour gets you undisputed the other one gets you nothing a vacant interim. Title shot. Exactly. One Euro tour was all the champions. And the other one was what, Ness? <laughs> the mandatories. Right. Liam William was a mandatory. Uh, Zach Parker is some sort of mandatory. Akinwande was a fill-in. I, I mean, but obviously he was highly ranked in order to get the shot. So, you know, it, it's funny, man. We're not even talking about Canelo. We're talking about the fact that his promoter, Demetrius Andre's promoter, failed him. But somehow, they find a way to bring up Canelo, blame Canelo. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy to me. Um, let me get to what I believe might be Caesar in uh, Las Vegas. Yes, Caesar Yanez in Las Vegas. Buenos dias. What's up? 
Yo, what's going on? Can you hear me? You still ain't come through smoke that L. We hear you. <laughs> I know, man. I've been really busy lately. My baby's been teething, so hard time. Bro, right your now. baby's about to be two years uh, old here, man. You still using the baby excuse? You crazy, bro. You crazy. See, see you don't be hitting me up, man. You don't, you don't know about my life, man. But, Has hey, it been over a year already uh, or not? Yeah, I wanted to put... No, sir. Uh, she's uh, 10 months. Whoa, I'm I'm damn near right. Bro, I'm two months off. Knock it off. Two months and two months. Bro, bro. Let, let's go ahead, go ahead. My uh, bad. I wanted to touch on that. I wanted to touch on uh, the Shakur and uh, Amado thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I think sometime ago they had some sparring prior. and um, They did. They uh, did. Shakur posted a, a little highlight. And then uh, I don't think the, the Vargas brothers were too happy with that. So then they were going just back and forth online a little, a little some time ago. I'm not sure how long. So maybe that's why the whole bad blood thing was uh, uh, posted. Anyway, that's just my thoughts on that. But uh, the whole thing on uh, Andre and Canelo Zero Tour, come on, man. It's kind of silly to even compare. Really? I mean, you, you really can't be serious about that. Come on, man. Like, I feel dumb just even talking about it. But anyway, you know what? Let me get back to work. Great show as always. Ness, I'll be hitting you guys up. Uh, I don't know what gym uh, you guys are going to plan on uh, training at or working out at, but uh, let me know. Uh, I'll shoot you a text, though. Great All show. right. Keep me for life. Let me get a screen share. Yo, disrespectful. <laughs> Crazy, yo. Terrible, man. Yo, crazy. But is it truth? Is it truth? This page is crazy. Look, check this out. Check this out. Josh Teller, Progre, or Jose Ramirez, door one. Cambosos, Haney, Loma, Tiafimo, door three, two. Another limited C level opponent, door three. <laughs> Look at Javonta down at the bottom, kicking the door in. Yo, this dude is terrible, bro. He's terrible, man. Look at this one. Look at this one. This one actually is real. Look, you reading? If you're not watching this on YouTube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice, you should be. And if you're not following Boxing Habit, you should be. I don't know him. No relation. He don't give me nothing. But he's funny as fuck in a factual way. He says both Joseph Diaz Jr. and George Cambosos did everything possible to duck Devin Haney. But at the end, their preferred non-current world champion dropped out, Ryan Garcia and Loma. And both JoJo and Camboso. <laughs> he put Cambozo. We're forced into the real Devin Haney fight. Laughing out loud emoji. Duck season is over. But if you don't remember and you have short-term memory in boxing, you will remember that Ryan Garcia was scheduled to fight Jojo Diaz and Devin had to give Jojo more than he was going to make to fight Ryan just to fight him even after Ryan dropped out and he had no opponent. Isn't that crazy? And now Devin has to take less money than Loma just to get the fight with Cambosos and has some crazy, crazy restrictions attached to that contract. Let me tell you. Let me tell you some crazy restrictions. Sources. Sources. Yes, sir. Sources. Sources indicate 
that there is a time limit on the contract in which Danny, uh, Danny, <laughs> that's a combination of Devin and Haney in one Danny. Let's cut it. Sure. No, you didn't get it. But anyway, uh, there is a time limit on in which the contract Devin Haney has received. So he's got a limited amount of time in which to sign it and provide specific information, which is unheard of. Really. To have a time limit on him providing anything when a fight hasn't happened or doesn't happen until June 5th, it's crazy. The way that they avoid Devin, the way that... I mean, and, and, and this is perception because I know I'm going to receive the same phone call. <laughs> you know, uh, so I don't want this to come off wrong. But, like, why are there hoops of fire? It's like Devin's got to go through... Um, what is that? What is that show? The television show? American Gladiator? No, that's the wrong show. It's a new one that's like that. That the dude Kareem Abdul Jabbar. I'm saying that name wrong too, right? That he hosts. Oh, I don't know. I don't... American Ninja Warrior. Bam! American... Get this man a fucking mic, man. He belongs. He knows. But yeah, American Ninja Warrior. Uh, yeah, I only watch boxing, bro. So me too. Me too. But you know. Same way you know useless information that you sometimes works on the show, that was part of it. Uh, they make him go through a fucking, you know, obstacle course just to get to the fighter. Like, everyone has to get paid more. Remember, we had Javier Fortuna on this show, and Samson wanted to receive more than what Gamboa was receiving. And it's like, Gamboa was a former world champ. Gamboa's been in big fights. Like, it's just crazy the way that they uh, act to get so, in the ring with Haney. So what I found crazy, mm -hmm. right, because I wanted to let you speak first mm -hmm. to see how much you say. Uh-oh. To see what I can say. See if, you're gonna, if, 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 I, if I use the shovel too much. But, uh, you know, based on what our sources told us, mm -hmm. I found it crazy. Not just that they want um, these restrictions – but the time limit is like, for the time limit to me is like ridiculous. No, it is especially almost un, almost like unachievable. Very much so, given what they're asking for. Yeah, you know, shit like that takes time. Mm -hmm. Shit like that takes time. Um, Should we say that? Say part. Say what they're asking for. Yeah, or say the time. I guess both. Uh, that's your call. What? I you were there just like I was, so you know um, I what's was, safe. Uh, I don't know if uh, that's information. That, All know? right. Well, then moving on. It'll be it'll be leaked by Mark. My, my, I was about to say mocking my Michael Cop Coppinger yeah, of uh, eventually. Of course, you know, or not because it all depends on. Perception and, and and how they want Haney perceived in the media, in the eyes of the public. Honestly, um, I don't know. I think we wait 24 hours and then say it then. Because if we don't, will anyone know? You said wait. <laughs> yeah, like see if, see if they break it in another 24. And if not, we have to say yeah. it. Because if we don't, will the world ever know? You know? Like... It, because once we tell them, they're going to be like, wow, that's crazy. You're a fucking duck. Why are you putting that restriction on it? You know, the fight is until June. Like, what's really good with your team? 
You don't really want this fight. What you really got up your sleeve? Who's really going to get this fucking Cambosis fight? You know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, because I, I figure 24 hours, the timeline limit is up, right? <laughs> Somebody, if, if they don't break it by tomorrow, something's up. Something's fishy. Yeah, if, uh, if they don't break it to, to by tomorrow, we got to call our sources. Because <laughs> obviously, there was an issue with that time constraint. Yeah, man. Yo, that was crazy. What? I mean, just to find out the information that we found out from the people we found it out, like to hear everything that we found out yesterday, it was it was definitely crazy. It was. Yeah, that was crazy. But that was all based off the interview, man. We got phone of calls off the interview uh, that led to some uh, information being given to us, just so that we can be. More informed. More informed was the words used. Um, you know. But yeah. Yo. Uh, Hopefully it drops. This is funny. It says, uh, Danny, when is your bathroom break? When is Ringwalk walking to the throne? Oh, we got to get him the sound bite. Uh, Brandon, if you're listening, don't, don't, isn't it, what, Jay-Z and Kanye? And he loves Kanye. So I think they got something with Iron Throne, right? Or Watch the Throne. Yeah, Watch the Throne. Watch the Throne. We could find you a nice little sound bite to match that. Um, we got callers. We're going to go to them. Looking like Blog Talk is Liddy. Uh, Alabama C-Dub. What is up? Yo, yo, Ness. Ringwalk. What up? What's good? What's what good? Do, man? You know, man, it's a light button. It's free. Do something with yourself. Andrade is the topic. You know I'm going to call in with that heat. Because Andrade is the boogeyman of our era. You know, the zone... It's on. It's on the fighters, man. Blame them. Let's point the gun at the. Let's let's respect the shooters. Let's don't respect the other people that duck. You know, this generation. I'm sure Nets will understand that JV, but uh, Leary, but uh, don't don't support these fighters. BJS. Uh, I famously say on this, he got his nut clipped. Go back, Makai Fife will pay him for it. Go that way and get your belt back. Don't support nothing that man did. Do nothing. Mangia, Mangia would not fight Andrade if he slapped his mother. He was he was Andrade mandatory forever. Don't you want to build? What are we in this for? Canelo, he's brainwashing people saying this man is a horrible fighter. After he become a three division champion and he make Canelo vacate for it. a third time, he make Canelo run for a third time. I wonder if they're gonna say he's still a horrible fighter. I wonder if they're gonna say Andrade is still a horrible fighter. Um, Shout out, smash up. He say if he make Canelo vacate, <laughs> you guys are tripping. We'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, Danny, you 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 have to be the biggest, uh, you know, Canelo fan, right? And, and if not, I, I just made you one. Um, if Canelo decides not to fight Andre, the interim champion, assuming he gets past Parker, would it be a considered a duck in your eyes? Depends who he fights. Depends who who fights. Canelo, I mean, it's... it's well, uh, you know who he's fighting. He's fighting Demetrius Bivol. And uh, uh, Dimitri Bivol. Mm-hmm. Just try to... Fix that. Make him half black, half Russian, call him Demetrius. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, no, uh... Right, he got Golovkin in September, and then he has a third fight with Matchroom and Nettie Hearn. It depends who that third fight is, right? If it's somebody bigger... 
than if he's fighting the winner of 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 Joe Smith Jr. and Arthur Betterbeef for undisputed at light heavyweight, can Andre be? You know, if you take that fight and you don't fight Andre, of course that's not a duck. If you're fighting a David Benavidez or Charlo, of course that's not a duck. Um, but you know, people are gonna call. I just don't see how Andre getting this belt even matters. It's obvious Canelo's going to undispute 175. Uh, Bivol and Joe Smith, there were some rumors about a week ago. I seen a headline that that was almost being finalized, correct? Yes. June, they have a date. <laughs> for, 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 for Eddie and Andre to assume. They have a date. For Eddie and Andre to assume that they're somehow boxing Canelo in by getting this interim trinket, it's uh, laughable. And so it, and for the fans of Andre, like C Dub, who just called in, that that are planning already to say that somehow Canelo ducked him because he decided to undispute yet another division. Man, denial's a motherfucker. Yeah, um, it looks like June eighteenth at Madison Square Garden, we will have the light heavyweight unification between Arthur Betterbeef, Joe Smith Jr. June 18th, so obviously that is, is what, a month and a half after Canelo's light heavyweight fight. So, uh, you know, he fights the winner of that. Nobody can say, oh, he was ducking boo-boo. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you go for undisputed, like, if you go for undisputed in your second division back-to-back years, like, that's unheard of, you know? But, uh, Very unheard of. Do we have any other callers? Next? Oh, tons. Tons. Shout out to everybody tuning in, making us the number one boxing show on the planet. If you haven't already done so, drop us a five-star review. That is the absolute best way to support this podcast. Absolutely free. It costs you nothing but a little bit of time, and it goes a very long way. Class and bound in Houston? What are you in? Houston or Dallas? Dallas. Dallas. What's up, brother? Hey, how y'all doing? First of all, uh, yeah, I guess I guess we're gonna talk about this real quickly. Um, I think people have forgotten that Andre and Canelo were supposed to fight. Well, Canelo and his team offered to fight Andre at 160 when the IBF were planning to strip Canelo of his title. And usually the IBF has a rule where uh, unifications trump mandatory. Canelo and their team did push to fight Andre, but the IBF wasn't having it. So if you want to blame anyone for that fight not happening, blame the IBF. Also, this idea that Canelo is a blame for Andre's and, and Charlo's career not going the way they want is absolutely insane. Charlo at any point could have pushed a fight with Caleb Plant, you know, a guy that's being considered uh, a nobody now, now that Canelo beat him. It's nonsense. Also, Andre, a guy who's uh, uh, being considered a boogeyman, ha- doesn't have any problems ducking himself. Do we remember what he said about Erislandi Lara? What do you call him? Boring. and boring fighter? Yeah, a boring fighter. Doesn't bring anything to the table. Yet Canelo fought him, and this was after Canelo beat him. So I don't want to hear this about Andre. And there's plenty more to that history, but I'll stop for now. Tell the truth. No, stop when you're lying. No, I'm joking. But thank you for calling in. Uh, And that's what I'm saying. People seem to forget the times that these other fighters not named Canelo Duck. 
Like when Charlo says you got to get a vaccination, you got to fight me at 64. Um, you, I don't fight people under 25. Uh, you're not even a world champion. Um, I'm not even a super middleweight, bro. None of those are excuses to avoid a fighter. But Canelo, you know, he undisputes a division. He's ducking. It's hilarious. Andre can tell Laura he doesn't bring anything to the table, and he can turn down an offer from Espinosa a second time, and he is somehow the boogeyman. <laughs> Yo, boxing is crazy. We're going out to the callers. Who's on the line? It's looking like in the 864. Who is this? Tired Danny. D. Collins, what up? What's happening? What's up? Hey, man. You know, from the South, where we box, we do this a little bit. You know, South Carolina, but nah, man. I just wanted to, for a second, let's just give Mr. Devin Haney and his dad, Bill Haney, props. I mean, going through all that my man's been through, I just, I'm so happy. I really want him. What you know, I'm waiting to the pen hits that paper and it's signed. But, man, it's crazy how they really tried to duck him. And it's crazy how, you know, for people like Canelo, you know, Josh Taylor, whenever they go for Undisputed, everybody, you know what I'm saying? Everybody is with it. Everybody supports it. But yet it's still, whenever it's Devin Haney turn, you don't really hear too many people trying to support that. I really think because he got them DHP promotions, I think old uh, uh, Snake, Bob, Aram, and Duck DeBella, I don't think they want him to get them keys yet like Floyd was able to. You know what I'm saying? So I just think sometimes we forget to take out that the promoters also have shit to do with these fighters and why these fights aren't happening. But at the end of the day, man, I'm just happy that Devin Haney get his chance, and I got my man winning by. Thank you for calling in, champ. Um, if you're on Discord, don't forget to use that raise your hand feature. Looks like we have – I can't see that far. Swift out the 813. Okay, Swift from Tampa. What up? You got to accept it, Swift. Accepted Swift. Is this a every single day accept or they accept once for life? No, they just have to request to be added to the Discord and then they got to click add me. But every time uh, they want to talk, they got to hit add me? Mic check, mic check. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Tampa, right. what up? Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, we're on Discord now, baby. We live. Let's go. But, uh, yeah, I want to second what dude just came out and said, man. He promoted Doobie Mess in the game or. Uh, when it comes down to some of these big fashions, you're looking at this shit. Prime example, Oscar De La Hoya with the Hunter Magia and our Charlo fight. Shit, we had that ink in for a second. But um, I want to say, I want to reiterate what you said about dropping that ball with your core. Yo, I was going to call yesterday and ask my dog, Danny, when y'all finna get your core on the, you know what I'm saying, one of them chairs, B? Man's been doing fire interviews lately, bruh. I know y'all going to kill it in there. You know what I'm saying? And also, uh, my man, Primetime, too. You know he can talk. And after that loss, we can see what he got going on. Hey, man, I'm just I'm just promoting y'all for these interviews, man, because I know I love that interviews, how y'all kick them. 
And uh, that's my call right there, man. Get them young boys on there, man, so they can talk their shit. All right, champ. Thank you for calling in. Who's yes, next sir. on Discord? So, Sulai, Sulaiman? The oh, Suleiman the Scholar? No effing way. Is that Suleiman? You got to accept. Suleiman. Suleiman. You got to accept. You got to accept, my friend. New York City, stand up. All right. Uh, shit, he ain't accept yet. We're going out to, damn, Maldonado, you dropped off. I, Hawk, you are also not. Uh, all right. Suleiman, what up? Yeah, how you doing? How you doing, man? How you doing, man? It's been a long time. Glad to hear, hear you back. Yes, yes. So, yeah, so, uh, you know, um, I think it's a good fight. I think it's a good fight for, um, you know, this is a nice show you got, man. Just, you got a beautiful studio there, man. Appreciate you, man. Um, Thank you. And uh, I appreciate it, too, having me um, speaking your show. And, um, yeah, um, talking about the boxing, uh, I think Jamel Charlo, uh, there's a good fight for him, man. There's a good fight. So let's get a good opponent. I mean, he's not a he's not a Canelo, but it's a he's a stay busy fight. It's a barrel fight. You're gonna see how he does in this fight. Um, uh, so Lecky gave a tough time to uh J Danny Jacobs, a couple of fighters. Uh, he has a skill asset. It, you know, um, he, his power is not that good, but he, you know, he's gonna he's gonna give a good test to Charlo. Keep Charlo busy. Keep him fresh. You know what I'm saying? And um. You know he he's still he's still a, a good fighter, and it's gonna open a lot of holes for him. You know, and um, Demetrius Andrade, I think um Eddie Hearn, um he 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 he's high on on Demetrius too. You know, um the thing is that Demetrius Andrade right now I don't know what it is, but a lot of guys are avoiding him because his southpaw style, he has a herky jerky style. Um, but I think he should just be patient and wait for his time. Because I, I like his style too. I like Demetrius' style, man. But, but the thing is that you know right now, um, it, it's becoming um very competitive. So he should just wait, do the same thing Charlo's doing, um, see if he finds another fighter to fight. And um, he already has that fight in 168 anyway for the interim belt. See if he get he pull that off, get that interim belt, and be patient. And um, and let let kind of look who's the next guy, man. Um, it's like domino effect, you know. And uh. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for having me on your show. Also, what do you think about that purse big with uh Trevor Bryan and um Demetrius uh I mean Daniel uh, Du Bois? Yeah, man. Frank Warren out here getting that money, man. He out here get, he out here spreading the love. He won that purse bid too. I think it was three. No, that was Don King Don won King. three million. Oh, yeah, I'm like Don King won the three purse million, bid. dog. I can't believe he bet three million bid rather, but it's a bet that he's it's a gamble for sure. Uh, Brian, Je uh, what is his name? Brian, uh, Trevor, Trevor Brian. Brian. He looks old. He looks yeah, old. I think, my, I think my opinion, you know, I'm gonna say my opinion. I think, um, I think that's a bad fight for the boys because, um, he fights a little bit like Joe Joyce mm -hmm. and he's gonna start tuning him up with a jab. He's gonna swell up his eyes again. Um, they, they got, you know, and, um, I think that's a bad choice for him, but they, they want to make him a champion. Let's see if he could, he could pull it off. But I doubt it because Trevor Brian, he got a consistent jab. Um, you know, he's going to have enough time to train now, uh, because of the COVID, he put a little weight, but, uh, he's, he's taking it off. He's also a big man. He moves a little bit like, um, like a old school fighters that Duncan used to have on his table before. So, you know, um, if it, I think that's a bad fight in my opinion, but, um, but 
This fight, if he wins it, Trevor Bryant will open more doors for him to get a, a better quality opponent or see if a Usyk or Joshua, he could be elevated to um, to super status by this. You guys have a great day, man. Thanks a lot for having me on board here, man. Thanks. Thank all you. right, all right. Thank you for joining. And for everybody tuned in, whether it's on TikTok or YouTube, you can go ahead and call in and be on the show, 425-569-5241, or join us on Discord. Um, Ness, how is it that they can join us on Discord? Uh, the link is actually pinned in our live YouTube.com forward slash uh, the Boxing Voice chat. Exactly, right so here on YouTube. It so is pinned makes to it this easy. live video. We got a couple super chats, Ness. Uh, did you want to get to that before some more callers? Absolutely. We last stopped off on Jaguar Paul. We got Stephen Smith that says, May 7th undercard looking good. Montana love, baby. Who's on the undercard of Bivol Canelo? Can we get an update? While you look for that, I'll get to the next super chat, um, which looks like it is coming from... Hmm. This is B-Dog who says, didn't people say on this show they don't get in the way of unification, so why strip Canelo? Cap! But they did. You forgot? And then he said it was Golden Boy's fault. He's like, you know, oh, I blame Golden Boy. They never told me. If they would have known, I would have never got stripped. I don't want to be stripped. That was all Canelo's, you know, act. So, so far uh, for May 7th, obviously we have the WBA light heavyweight Championship of the World, Dimitri Bivol, Saul Canelo Alvarez. Co-main event, Philip Hergovich against Zaley Zhang. Mm -hmm. That's a good fight, man. That is, and that's a IBF. That's a good fight. Uh, IBF, IBF eliminator for Joshua or Usyk winner, yep. And then Montana Love, he will be on the card against Gabriel Valenzuela. Mm. I don't know who Valenzuela. I am actually upset that this is Montana Love's second showcase fight on the zone. Uh, it feels like the Demetrius Andre uh, diet, you know what I mean? It's just throwing names in front of him, uh, I guess, to get knockouts. I don't know. But if you haven't already subscribed to the YouTube channel, go ahead and do so. We're well, trying to get to uh, 132,000 subscribers. We need about 500 more people. So go ahead and join the gang gang. Uh, Travis, who is that on Discord? So, Ready to uh, rock and roll. So really quick, really quick before we get to that. Um, I'm not familiar with Gabriel Valenzuela, who will be fighting Montana Love on May the 7th, but he does have a few names that we know. Mm -hmm. Who'd he beat? His fifth professional fight, he lost to William Cepeda. Oh, so he lost to Cepeda. Yep. Uh, you know, that was his fifth professional fight just a few years ago. Um, and that went the distance. That was a six round UD loss, but he just got done going over to the UK, upsetting and beating. Robbie Davis Jr. Who the dude from uh, Strike Force? Strike Force. Yeah, Robbie Davis Jr. I don't know. Robbie Lawler? Nah, he's Robbie Davis. Fuck is that guy, bro? Robbie Davis just got done beating Hank Lundy. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Yo. All right. Say what? <laughs> All right, all right, all right. The person on Who the fuck is that guy? The person on Discord is Handsome Haven Sent. New to Discord. Uh, did he meant to spell Heaven Sent? Handsome Heaven. It's Heaven, not Haven. Sorry, it's, that was me. 
That's some sticky sticky you smoking on Paul's studio over there. Let's go. Yo, Ness, what up? Play my intro, brother. <laughs> it's Mr. Narcissist. Who remembers that wrestler? Hello, ladies. Anybody that knows me, you know, I've been a player, whether it was in Alabama, Ohio, or anywhere around the globe. TheBoxingBoys.com. I've been smashing telly slips, man. I didn't have to become a millionaire to get that caliber of woman. One of the people's choices, one of the fan favorites, a guy that can galvanize this crowd such as myself. He's too ugly to be the world champ. The world champ should be pretty like me. The AJ of trucking. Uh, yep, Brandon in Cincinnati. Yo, fellas, good morning. How do I sound on Discord? You straight. Oh, man, I feel like I'm a international player now i've touched blog talk skype and i'm here to conquer discord now so uh that's what's up man we moving up in the world but as far as andre man i disagree with you ness i'm not a big andre fan i know he can't draw flies to shit but what do you want him to do just sit around and complain about not getting big fights at 160 or would you rather move up and try to you know create his own lane and Create some, you know, if I can. Nah, I would rather. I would rather keep the same energy I have for Crawford. Why the fuck you resign, especially when Espinosa offered you do the Charlo fight? That's simple. But loyal, 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 loyal. When niggas are loyal, I find it funny when people stay loyal to Al Heyman. Y'all don't complain, but when nobody loyal to everybody else. I see Al Heyman fighters. I see Al Heyman fighters getting unifications. I see Al Heyman fighters getting unifications, getting legacy fights. I see how Heyman fighters fighting Mike Lee's Vincent Finger butts. Yeah, and Felix then Rex's, and then a legacy Randy fight. Adams. Then a legacy I see fight. A, I see then a, a legacy, legacy fight. Fierce. I don't know if you hear me. Then a legacy fight, right? Oh yeah, right. Gary Russell's. What, what, Am what, I right? Am I right? Am I right? One guy. Oh, okay. No, you chose it's that guy. You want to talk about? You want to talk about Russell? He got his legacy fight. He Real. failed. He failed. Max Sayo was a legacy fight now? He failed. Vasil Lomachenko, his trajectory. Gary Russell was the most invested oh, Al Heyman fight. That. Mute this guy. He don't know shit about boxing. Listen, Gary Russell not was that, the most man. invested Al Heyman boxer out there, not named Andre Berto. The first dude ever to get a fucking eight round on HBO. You know how much it costs to be on HBO as a fighter? You tripping. He fucking failed and lost to Vasil Lomachenko. After that, he ain't been what he was. People was talking about Gary Russell every day. Max on boxing was doing something about him every day. He fucked up. He lost versus Vasil. And Vasil took that fame and, and he bubbled. You can't knock him. He got he lost. But Andre's not born. Let me get a screenshot. This is a small promoter. I do understand. This isn't Bob. This isn't Eddie and nor is it Tom Barker and PBC. But this woman still is a promoter right here. She's still a promoter. She still puts on shows. And she chose <clears throat> to verbalize this. Andre's very talented, but very boring to watch. And I believe he don't have a huge crowd impact. I believe they're losing money in him. Andre has to work on getting his fan base up, cleaning up his appearance a bit. Last time I saw him fight, he had chap trunks and looked so sloppy. He has to look and entertain like a main 
I guess she meant main, main event, event fighter. So again, this is a promoter, you know, and she's a small promoter. Like, why would she be shooting herself in the foot? She could only hope to promote Andre one day. But even on that level, she realizes even if he offered me an opportunity, I would lose money. So uh, Andre, like she said, needs to clean up and do something about his fan base. You know what I mean? Don't blame everyone else for this resume. This is not our thing. You know what I mean? But if you're on Discord, which there are so many of you, shout out to everybody migrating to Discord and using Discord. It is better audio quality. The more people we get there, the more I see the same comment over and over. The sound is just leaps and bounds. Uh, so yeah, man, join us on Discord. You can click that link right here in our YouTube chat at youtube.com forward slash the boxing voice. Let me check here on Blog Talk. Looks like we got Hawk in Maryland. What is up? What time is it? What time is it? Hawk in Maryland. He's on his way. Hello? Yo. Can you hear me? We do. Yo, can you hear me? Yep, yep, yep. Oh, yeah? All right, what's up, what's up, fam? How y'all doing today? Uh, Danny. And uh, yo, what's up, Ness? What up? Okay. Uh, It looks like uh, we having some issues on TikTok, Trav. Go ahead, Hawk. Apologies. Oh, oh, okay. I heard um, um, that uh, the... um, Usyk is allowed to come back, and he's going to be fighting AJ this summer. Did you hear about that? The music? Usyk is supposed to come back and fight AJ this summer. He's they letting him back. I was wondering, did you hear that? Yeah, well, there's no such thing as letting him back, according to uh, Aegis Clemus, which we should bring that up. That got really hot. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll bring it up. That got really hot. Uh, I'll save you the trouble. We have it on the Boxing Voice Instagram. Um... And yes, Aegis Clemus is very mad at the uh, ESPN writer, Michael Coppinger, calling him a motherfucker. He says, you motherfucker, you need to stop posting fake news about my fighters. I am telling you, stay away from all my fighters. Igus Clemens. And this is off the back of uh, Michael Coppinger breaking the news that Alexander Usyk has received permission from the Ukrainian sports minister to leave the country during the war and will begin training for an Anthony Joshua can I get a, five fight. Can I get a screen share? So this is uh this is the tweet Ness is referring to. Obviously, Michael Coppinger 18 hours ago says breaking Alexander Usyk has received permission for the Ukrainian sports minister to leave the country during war and will begin training camp for a summer rematch with AJ for the Unified Heavyweight Championship. Sources tell ESPN story coming. Egus right here says, you motherfucker, you need to stop posting fake news about my fighters. I am telling you, stay away from all my fighters. And then he goes on. Um, he says, let me tell you something, so, well, smart ass. Well, I was <laughs> going to go in order. So then he retweets. This individual says, let's see if you post this, tagging ESPN ringside. Biggest mistake ESPN <laughs> ever made was hiring Coppinger. 
Um, and then here we see where he then goes to say, let me tell you something, smartass. First of all, Usyk does not need special permission to leave the country as he is a father of three children. It is Ukrainian law. Before you post anything, check first. But he tight, though. We're good. He's tight. And I want to say this. People get very... Uh, people get very upset because Coppinger is breaking the news. Right. Canelo did this. When Coppinger said Canelo was going to take the DAZN deal and the Bivol fight, Canelo and Eddie Reynoso said it's a lie. Canelo, oh, we still negotiate. We still haven't made a decision. Nothing is official. You know, but that was a lie. And Coppinger was right. Coppinger's always right, and they're just mad. You know, right now it's being reported that Joshua's going to fight Usyk. So that means Coppinger's right, and Aegis is mad. So we'll see if Coppinger's wrong, finally. Finally, because he keeps making these dudes look real bad. They're tight. We're going out to Ricky, Florida. Is this Florida? I don't even think this is Ricky. Ricky, is you? Uh-oh. Yeah, this is me, oh, I was about to say, because you got the same last four as Ricky. But you are Ricky. What up? What up, y'all? Um, as far as the topic go with Andre, uh, I think, as usual in Boston, you can blame a few people. You got to blame Eddie, because he hasn't made an offer to Triple G that enticed him enough for him to make a fight with Andre instead of waiting on Canelo. Um, you got to blame Andre for resigning and kind of sitting on his hands. And then I do blame uh, Charlo, too, as well, on the PDC side, Al Heyman, for not making that fight because you ain't fighting nobody. You sitting around, you could be making that fight. Y'all making big offers to Triple G and Canelo, make an offer to Andre. Uh, Eddie said they would be willing to make that fight, though. Make an offer and, and show us who really hiding their hands and throwing stones. Um, cause who? Right now, offer for what? Goals. Offer for what? Offer, offer. Charlo needs to offer um, Andre a fight. No, he don't. No, he don't. Charlo ain't got to save Andre's career. It's not Al Heyman's job. What career? It's not Al Heyman's job. It's not Al Heyman's job. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You dudes better wake the fuck up and smell the coffee. It is not Al Heyman's job to save Demetrius Andre's career. I don't see Pepsi telling Beyonce to go do a halftime show for them and Coca-Cola. It don't work that way. You dudes better get the fuck out of here. They work for Al. Al has his own company. It's called PBC. That is his first priority. Won't you motherfuckers learn some business? No, I got a, I got a grocery store. I'm going to send all my clientele to fucking Danny's store down the street. Big old stupid dummies, man. <clears throat> fuck is wrong with y'all? Like, for real, stop. Wake up. This is more than just boxing. It's been a business for the last 10 years. At the ver- I mean, from the beginning, let's just be real. We just got hip to it with social media. We just got more information with social media. The fact that you still think it's some sort of sport and not a business first is sad. You're sad. At least lead with something. When you talk like that, at least lead that you wishing, you hoping, you dreaming. So that we understand that you at least living in reality. Dawn in San Diego. What up? Did you go to the fight, Dawn? It was right in your neck of the woods. 
What did you do? Unmuted. Hello? Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. Hey, Ness, um, thanks for saying what you just said about boxing being a business because it kind of reminds me of, like, what happened with Triple G, how they made Triple G to be out this, like, uh, cyborg. This um, Remember, like, they would make pictures of him with, like, mm-hmm. a razor in his eye, and, like, uh-huh. every, everyone was afraid of him, but it really wasn't that they were afraid of him. It was just that K2 paid shit. Like, they weren't paying anybody. Like, they were paying at the most 5K, 500K. Like, Gabe Rosado got 300 <laughs> Dominic Wade got like two, 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 two hundred k. Like it was just real shit until um, I think it was Jacobs had to like fight tooth and nail with Heyman for him to get like three mil or something like that. So I mean, it's not that people were afraid of Triple G or why people are afraid of Charlo or all these other people. It's just it's literally just about the finances of why people, these fights don't get made. But uh, yeah, I just want to say that. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. Can you right. – uh, you got well, Jay Will in Ohio unmuted over there. You got to keep your eyes on Skype. You got a crazy echo because of this crazy man in Ohio. Jay Will, what up, man? What's up, man? What's up? What's up, man? What's Another going on show. with you? Slow most my bad with the unmute. Um, but, yeah, we got the almanac and SVTO. Let's get it. Uh I like the topic today, man. It's it kind of got got me um, going in a lot of different directions, man. But um, the last, maybe not the last couple, but the call before last, um, it was a decent point, man. Um, I'm not blaming PBC, and I'm, I'm not blaming Charlo. So that's not the the light I want to say it in. But I want to say it like this. Um, I really feel if now this is not really geared to Andre. This is. Andre specifically, this is to like Andre, Charlo, Benavidez, all of them who's trying to wait for the uh, Canelo fight. If you're PBC, Al Heyman, you got Charlo, and you think Charlo's better than Andre, why not make that fight? Because if Charlo, your guy, wins the fight, Canelo is more compelled to fight him at an earlier time instead of always blowing him off. So it's... I, I just don't get the whole them avoiding each other and just sitting there and waiting out. So I'm not saying it's a responsibility of Al Heyman or PBC to make the fight, but they never even acted like they were interested in the fight, which to me... Who, 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 who? Who never acted interested? Not the first time, not the first time. Who never acted interested, though? Who, who never acted interested? I'm not talking about when Charlo and them wanted to fight the fight. I'm talking about ever since... Like, you know, Charlo holds champ, 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 champ. Is that there's no need for you to finish. You don't have all the information. No need for you to finish. You're, you are not privy, obviously, to Espinosa letting the world know he offered Andre a second fight before Andre signed a second time to DAZN. It is Andre's fault he didn't fight Charlo. Andre decided to go sign again to the zone to continue his Euro tour, non-champion Euro tour, unlike Canelo. Well, my bad. I take that back. Well, then it's, you know, for Jamal, not Jamil, but for Jamal, it's, it's pussycats only, and Andre on some bullshit. Um, I rock with Benavides and Canelo, man, and that's my call, man. All right. We got a cash app from uh, Jonathan Morales that says, Andre Eubank Jr. possible. 
I mean, it would be a great fight, but I don't know that it is possible due to uh, Chris Eubank now being with Boxer. But we are joined by our guest, heavyweight Jeremiah Milton. What is going on, my friend? Thank you for joining us yet again. Appreciate you coming in the building. And what's going on? Yo, I'm here, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, Back in the studio again with you guys. Good to be back. It is. It is. Good to have you back, man. Uh, What do you got cooking first and foremost, man? What's next for you? Yo, I'm I'm just pushing my team for like the next date. We had uh the South Dakota card fall through. We were supposed to fight on that um showbox Shit. card. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, you know what I'm saying, I know they got something in top rank on June, but I, I need something before that, you know what I'm saying? Like for sure. For sure. Mm. So uh I I seen ESPN, I was actually mad. They reposted your knockout yet again uh. and didn't fucking tag you. Does that not make you upset? Oh yeah, especially when you ain't eating off of it, you know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. Like, you know, um, they keep talking about, wow, he, he, this guy, you know what I'm saying? Like, at he, least tag you him. Ain't, you ain't try to reach out to anybody? Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? Actually, you know what's crazy is Fifty Cent had a sign in here. I pulled up on. I was, him, man. I was gonna ask you. Go yeah. ahead. Nah, yeah. I mean, you know what? Uh, the conversation with him was mad love. You know, uh, he talked to me for like ten minutes, stopped this whole meet and greet and everything, just to like, you know what I'm saying? Really drop. And he recognized you off top. That's you know what's what up. Off top, you know what I'm saying? Didn't know me by name, but yo, he was like, boom, that's that's the dude from the fight. Then we chopped it up, um, and he told me, you know what I'm saying, just about the sport of boxing, for one. You know, he told me some things that I was already privy to, and then also, you know, he put me on some new knowledge, you know, mm. and how his, his perspective of it. So you went with uh, Johnny Rice. Shout out to yeah, Johnny Rice. Shout out to Johnny. Um, what made you guys go? Because I, I went last summer when 50 was out here promoting his cognac and uh, – what he got the champagne or whatnot? Yeah, yeah, you know Branson, you know, and um. So the thing about it, what made me go is I look up to him as a mogul, you know what I'm saying, and um. Uh, also on top of that, you know what I'm saying, he know my work, so I wanted to go ahead and bless him with the gloves from the knockout. Mm. I've been holding on to them gloves, so I signed those gloves and I gave them to him. Mm. You know, just let him know, you know what I'm saying, I'm out here and I'm I'm really putting in the work from the ground, and uh, yeah, it was mad love, uh, just off top. So like, uh, yeah, I had to go ahead and shake hands with him. Just off the experience alone, you know what I'm saying? If you can talk to somebody who's been at the top for his entire career and just growing, you know what I'm saying? You you should be able to take something off the strength of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I see you with some liquor in your hand, though, man. Was that a gift from him to you or you was really <laughs> out there popping bottles? Hey, no, no, no. So you get the bottle, you know what I'm saying? You got to buy it. You, you buy the bottle. Like I say, it's a meet and greet, you know what I'm saying? I was just Oh, so you got to buy the bottle to meet 50. Yeah. Absolutely. It's already signed, you know what I'm saying? Oh. So I'm going to hold on to it, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing. Like, um, you know, I'm in the crowd, you know what I'm saying, just with everybody else. But people come see me with the gloves and the stuff. Yo, who is you? Da-da-da-da. So they showing me mad love in the audience, you know what I'm saying, while we waiting. I'm letting them know, like, yo, I'm really out here in Vegas. That's what I'm doing. And then 50, you know what I'm saying? I turn the corner. Like, yo, he just lit up, man. He loves boxing. You know? Yeah, he so. does. I wish he would have done better with his SMS promotions. But obviously, for those that don't know, you know, uh, he he got into, the, into boxing under the impression that he was going to be in some sort of joint venture with Mayweather. That didn't work out. Mayweather went to jail, you know. I mean, he just released something saying he still owns the patent pendant on TMT. Can you believe that shit? Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah I did yeah, see that. That's can, crazy. Can I, uh, can I get a screenshot? That's some good friendship, can, though. Can Even I though get a screenshot? Beat? God damn it. Yeah. Oh, that was last year. Yeah, that was uh, last summer with his cognac. Same. Damn, so you could fake and say it was this year except for the hat. He got a, a Houston's hat with Jeremiah and a uh, <laughs> New York with yeah, you. Yeah. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you try it? 
No, nah, I ain't tried it. I ain't tried it. You know what I'm saying? Actually, nah, he got to win that world title yeah, yeah. before he start cracking liquor, man. Look, Get out of here. Yeah, man. You nah. know what I'm saying? I got the bottle, though. You know yeah, what no, mean? I got it. I haven't tried it myself. Oh, oh you saving it. Yeah, I mean, he, he signed it. So, you know, it's one of those things uh, where I think I'll open it for a special occasion. Okay. Yeah, it looked better on the shelf. Bro. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I had a, you know. So, getting this uh, amazing studio opportunity wasn't a special occasion. We should have been drinking a long time ago. I'm just uh, saying. Whoa. Nah, I'm, I'm messing with <laughs> him. I'm messing with him. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I mean, did you guys talk some business? Did you? Well, did you? Did you? Oh yeah, did you, you say, "Hey, man, I mean, you, 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 I need some help. Come back into this sport." You know what? This was one of the hardest things to do is because when you meet a guy on that level, and especially when it's somebody you personally, me, anybody know me, they know who I. You know what I'm saying? I look up to in that sense. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, so like. You know, just keeping it, keeping it one hundred, and trying to, you know, keep your thoughts together. When you want to be like, "Yo, man, you just you that dude to me," you know what I'm saying? But like, honestly, like I went back the second day, and I took uh, Coach Rodney out there with me, who used to run his gym out here, and uh, you know, they chopped it up um, on some like, "Yo, they had insiders and stuff." Like they went back, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, So uh, we gonna see how things play out. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't call it for nothing. But um, but yeah, yeah, for sure. I was definitely trying to, you know what I'm saying, make that introduction. And I think I made a great impression. So uh, obviously your your manager does a fantastic job for Quactavius Cash. Um, and he's been able to get Cash uh, most recently on, on Top Rank. But you've also been on Top Rank. Has there been any interest from uh, the PBC side? They do have a lot of heavyweights over there or even Matchroom. Now y'all know. I, uh, well, so you, if you're probably not aware, I, I signed with a promoter out of my hometown. You know, Tony Holden, which you know, also he has some connections with uh, the Jake Paul events, and then also you know the top ranked cards whenever they come into town. And and he he you know he's been in the game for a while. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's been going cool. You know what I'm saying? I'd say it's cool. Um, you know, I, I'm just I'm I am starting to explore avenues because like you know I gotta get this bag behind me. For sure. I mean, uh, what you did get a fight already in 2022, obviously, in January. Uh, is there any tentative month or date that, you know, Mr. Holden is telling you you're coming back to? They're telling me June 25th. Okay. It was supposed to be um, a card in April, but that card was pushed back because uh, I think that ended, up being, that ended up turning to the Valdez Stevenson here. Okay. You know? Mm. So, um, yeah, that, that card got pushed back. As far as I know, it's June, June 25th. That's what, you know what I'm saying? But, like, uh, man, you know, you look at these guys like uh, you know, Jared and stuff like that. That they fighting so often, you know what I'm saying? I, I was actually just gonna uh, I guess kind of bring him up when he came to mind. But um, yo, they can't get you on that April 23rd card, the the Fury White, on you know, because from but that's my, a pay per view. Yeah, but maybe not on the pay per view, but on the card itself, because I know they're trying to push like the heavyweights on that card, which is why they got Jared on that card. Um. No, no, no possibility or even talks, you know, of maybe getting you on that card. Where that was the one in London. Like, yeah, in London. Yeah, I mean, you know, at any time, like even the Vegas card out here, man, I'll I be bringing it up, man. I'm like, you, you could have fought face. this weekend, right? You see my face, man. I don't get tired of talking about it. You, you could have fought you know this weekend I'm, on I'm the living here. top rank card, right? Yeah, yeah, you know. But what are you doing to build your fan base here in Vegas? Because obviously, being a Vegas resident, yeah, that's, that's it would important. be good to have some sort of, you know, a couple hundred ticket sales that you can tell a promoter you can bring to the table. They, they'd get you on some cards. 
that's that's why I'm out in the public. I'm showing my face. That's why I pull up to a meet and greet. I'm always thinking about these things. You know, I got to live in the gym. My skills got to talk before uh, my mouth do. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, that's one thing I remember when I was back in Oklahoma. I, I was in the amateurs, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is just an experience. I won a, a tournament, and then I came back, and I went out with the homie, and we went to the little BOK downtown, and it, uh, Ice Cube had his basketball game going. Everybody was dapping up my homie. They didn't know who I was. So I was like, dang, yo. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, no no diss to the homie, you know what I'm saying? I know he remember. But, like, you know what I'm saying? I, I remember people just showing him mad love because he was, you know, attached to the streets and attached to, you know, not the bad way, but attached to the people. You know, mm-hmm. so, like, uh, I was like, yeah, I'm in this gym all the time, but I got to get out there. I know the market myself, you know. So I'm trying to tap into the avenues out here in Vegas, and I'm I'm, put, I'm getting my name out slowly in Vegas. It's mainly living in a gym, though, but, yeah, you got to you gotta speak to the people, too. It's crazy, man, because uh, a few years ago, I thought, I felt like anybody with a heavyweight is, like, in business. Mm-hmm. It just felt that way. Like, heavyweight seat, you know, it was booming, even for Matchroom. Yeah, I mean. I you mean, know, you got to consider before years. Hunter being released. Before Hunter being, yeah. like, Matchroom was putting on heavyweight shows, and so was PBC. Uh, then you had, obviously, Top Rank and Jared Anderson and and, and the bubble. They, 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 they gave eBay, the insurance salesman, an opportunity to make a name for himself. Jared ended up beating him. Uh, they were just so invested. I mean, I seen that fat heavyweight. His name is like Victor Beast Ball from Puerto Rico, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got on yeah, TV yeah. on ESPN. I'm like, I bro, I thought anybody with a heavyweight is like, oh, we in the money if we could get a heavyweight, you know? Um, the Big Bang, he started Zion, popping. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He got signed. Right. I'm just shocked that you haven't gotten signed. And I believe, I don't know if this is your first, and I'm confusing with Chaney, who has two. But is this your first or your second ESPN highlight real knockout? That's that was my first, and then my second was not a. It was an ESPN. Not it was on top rank. It was a knockout. You know what I'm saying? It didn't go viral like the first one did. But yeah, I've fought on platform twice. Okay, because I mm-hmm. I, I remember uh, you know two little clips that ESPN picked up either of yours or or, or Cheney, and I'm just like, yeah. how aren't they signing these guys? You know what I mean? Uh, especially when they seem invested I, in that division. I remember the Cheney one where he knocked the guy out the ring. Yeah, mm-hmm. But the guy out. fucking came back. The guy came back. That's the only time I've ever seen where they actually beat the 20 count or it doesn't get stopped before the 20 count. Yeah, usually when you get knocked out the ring, regardless if you come back, they... Kind of shut, you know, stop the fight. Yeah, stop the fight. But yeah, he. So I remember that one. I remember he had that one, which was wild because they did not bring him back after that. Like you know, what I'm saying Mm. he never got back on the top rank. But you know, this is what me and Fifty was actually talking about. You know, because I say I remember the whole conversation. He was talking about you know boxing and just the business side of it, and then like um, how like you know the market. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to tap in with the hip hop. He was telling me to tap in with the hip hop or tap in with you know these other communities. Because, you know what I'm saying, they got the bigger platform. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it made perfect I mean, that, that's the Look, tank. That's the tank um, yeah. blueprint. You know. Blueprint. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying, tank. You know, they date. I'm not saying that that's the only reason why they do it. But like, no, of they, course. They, I mean, they, his knockouts, his knockouts helps. Nah, you know, helps. They're putting you in front of that audience and then you're doing what you got to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. To secure them people. Yeah, nah, but I mean, exactly what you said, 50 said, and and... Just being around young fighters, yo, I know cats that are like five and zero, oh, mm-hmm. but 
they're they know the people. They they they're plugged in, right? Kicking it with like Meek Mill and shit like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So wow. yeah. so that's what I'm saying. It's it's like still you know kind of crossing over. Yo, you you know um, I'm not gonna say who told me this, but uh, a recommendation or or just a, uh, an idea that that somebody you know gave me is a uh, uh, you know uh, I'm like bro, you always got beautiful women around you. <laughs> he said, "Yeah, man, I do. It. I do it for the for the gram." And what you mean? What? He oh, got, you ain't gonna say who it was? Nah, I ain't gonna say. Who it was. <laughs> so he paying for the women to be on him. To nah, look good. nah, nah. He was just like, "Yo, think about it." They got a following in the hip hop community, bro. They see me with him. He like, I don't oh yeah, I already know who you talking about. You know what I'm saying? He's like, yo, it helped me grow. It helped me grow it's my true. social media. It's true. And, mm-hmm. you, you know, and and like, oh, what's up with this guy? You get what I'm saying? So. And, you know, uh, they get that cross-promotion. Once Tank starts dating, you know, Herbo's girl, he's on Shave Room. He's on Hollywood Unlocked. He's on all these hip-hop sites. Um, So, yeah, yeah, yeah. man, that's the wave. You got to get yourself a hot chick. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, just uh, you got uh, a little one on the way, right? Hey, no. that uh, that gender reveal you? Oh seen, yeah, what? we see. I see that, that. That was for my my actual son that's here already. You know oh, oh, you just oh, okay. released it. Okay. Yeah, no, no. That yeah, that video was just oh. taken. Oh. So it was like it was like shining from like hey, from the reveal to to, to two this. years now. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, two years. Oh wow, later. I I totally <laughs> missed that. That went Yo, over was, my head. I was yeah. getting all the congratulations. You know what I'm saying in the box and whenever I was like, yeah, that that was for my son Julian already. Yeah, I knew you was yeah. coming by. I'm like, I'll tell him in person. You know, I'm thinking I'm you know. <laughs> I was like, yo, uh, he about to break that because you double left hook this shit. I'm yeah. like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. So, um, obviously, I know you said you signed with, with Holden, but have you considered maybe uh, the Atlanta scene or TJ to get a couple more fights and maybe be more appealing to some of these networks? I mean, you know what? Um it's about. I mean, look at look at your yeah. man. I know you know Lovejoy. He got two hundred k to fight Manuel Char, and he manufactured the record, right? No, no. I mean, you know, I feel like there's always another blueprint to do the stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's just about what we gonna pull the trigger on. Like, you know, I'm out here putting in the work, man. I'm I'm training. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. You know, make sure I'm in the ring. So, I, I, speaking of training, I know you've sparred Fury, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has he given you the call for this camp for Dillian White or no? No, nah, you know what? I think a lot of this stuff, man, it goes down to this, man. Like, um, you know, one, I got a lot of clout off of that, too. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of attention off of that. You know what I'm saying? And and the people ain't just trying to hand that out. So, think about it like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I make a great spawn. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even going to say spawn part. I make great spawn. But... You know, the problem is, too, is, like, when you're doing that, like, you know, Fury, he can get pretty much anybody. So, like, they want to keep things in-house a little bit, you know, like. Um, yeah, Jared is with Top Rank, yeah, so he gets yeah, that so publicity. Keep that publicity, keep that shine on him, you know what I'm saying? You'll, you'll essentially be turning me into something, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'll forever have that now, you know what I'm saying, that I've been in the. Yo, I, I took that picture with Canelo, and we were supposed to spar, and that video got, like, you know, 40, 50K on YouTube, you know what I'm saying, us posted up anytime you search his name, you know? So, like, you know, I feel like from the business tip, like, these things are factored in, too, whether or not you in camp with some of these guys. And honestly, like, I would go for Fury. That's Fury, you know what I'm saying? But I get tired of being a – um. I, I spar with everybody. Now I spar with Fury. 
So like I ain't just trying to run around and be sparring all the time either. I need to focus on myself. But but for Fury, I would definitely go. But don't you? I mean, I hear that answer a lot. Like, oh, I ain't nobody sparring partner. But don't you feel like at, at the end of the day, it's still work for you too? You sharpening yourself. One hundred percent. But here's the difference: when you on somebody else's time, you jumping for them. You yes. know, I go to Miami. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got my car. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm stuck here. You know what I'm saying? Trying to Uber around in a city that's already expensive. Word. You know what I'm saying? Like, Word. that's the only thing I factor in is my paper. Word. No, I'm with you. I'm with my, you. Miami f- sparring for who? I'll just, uh, you in know, general. like in general. Oh, you know, whoever they, they treated me good out there. I'm just saying, you know, it's difficult. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Cassius Cheney said that too. He was down in Miami with Luis Ortiz for a few years and. You know, he he said that he didn't know anybody. He was in this little ten by ten. You <laughs> Yo, know, it's boot camp for yeah. real. But I mean, you know, it was cool. But like I said, you got to be able to, you know, move and take care of yourself. If mm-hmm. I need to go get some, you know, re up some of my vitamins or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, boom. You know what I'm saying? I, that that was an expensive trip. You know what I'm saying? It really was. Man, so so right now there's just no plan. You're just hoping for June. I mean, you know. <laughs> I'm not being told nothing, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm asking the right questions, you know what I'm saying? I'm staying on them because, like I say, the more that I get, they get me in the ring, better my life is about to become, you know what I'm saying? The more but contractually, how many fights does Mr. Holden owe you for 2022? Oh, uh, you know, they, they're going to get me, like, um, I think either, oh, damn, four to six. What? But, yeah. He got to get you four in 2022, so that means five more, three more? Yeah, 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 which I think, you know That's what I'm saying? That's a lot. They, they, I, I'm. I'm not talking about them all. I think they they plan to get that done. You know what I'm saying? They came in real hot, but we just ran into some things that was, with this last fight, we just ran into some things that was not. I mean, we only in the third month, so it's not like you sitting idle. You just fought January 29th. No, I'm I'm just impatient as hell. (laughs) No, me too. I mean, mean, because you only got four fights. You should be fighting four or five times a year. For sure. Especially at that level. Uh, just, that's what I'm saying. Have you considered Tijuana? We got connections, man. Get you on one of them fight star cards. <laughs> Definitely. And we doing li- we doing live commentary on those cards. They're being streamed here to uh, to YouTube on um, Fight Hub, Michael's Viegas channel, which over a million subscribers. Otherwise, those fights wouldn't get. And ESPN. they're on ESPN Knockout too. Yeah. So if you do get that knockout. The, you already you know, on a platform. You already on a platform. So nah, you, yeah, because yeah. yeah, you got to move, man. I mean, a time waits for no man. No man, no man at all. This How old are you? Twenty seven. You still young as hell, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We good. Still but, young. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, especially for a heavyweight, you still young. Yeah, yeah, but but you, you, know, you hungry now? I'm hungry now. Like going home, you know, looking at my fridge, literally hungry, bro. Let's go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. So, yeah, I'm out here. I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying, get my foot in. And you've um, made the transition from Tulsa to Vegas how many years ago? Uh, it's like two years now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Have I'm you old. adjusted? Man, yeah, I think I adjusted pretty well, too. Like, this is definitely. People tried to scam me off with the heat. How's the heat? Nah, man, the heat ain't bad, man. You know what I'm saying? The heat is perfect for what I do. Because <laughs> you want to stay in shape, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I know he knows, but what gym are you out of out here? Because I'm nah. new to Vegas. Now I'm at Mayweather's, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, okay. So I've been training at Mayweather's uh, for about eight months now, seven, eight months. We just had someone in here. I mean, Stable made of yours in in a way. Quactavia Cash was in here yesterday uh, saying yeah. that the Mayweather gym isn't what it used to be. Yo, I'd have to, I'd have to agree from what I've seen online, but, you know, that's just my perspective. Like, uh, we have some dogs sparring every night. Like, you know, sparring still goes off. but then there's And like, you find heavyweights in there. They come to me. Yeah, they come to me. Of course, they come to me. Um, you know, we got a couple of heavyweights in the gym already. In-house? What's the names? 
Uh, let me see. Antonio Zapata. Um, he's got Spanish heavyweight. Yeah, yeah. Antonio's pretty good, cool dude. You know what I'm saying? I like, have to look that up. I think three or four and oh. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Antonio. So he like the main guy I spar with in there. He's the main main other heavyweight. Um, Drew is not a heavyweight, but he'll get in there and mix. You know. Um, and then like I say, people just been coming over since because I'd be like, yo, pull up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Oh wow, six six. Yeah, we had a guy pop up. Uh, Damn, my man living Henderson. He got that money. Oh no, nah, he got he got he found a way. <laughs> he got that money. Henderson ain't cheap. He found a way. Six six. He's tall, man. Does he got some pop? You know, heavyweights got pop. You know, what I'm saying I, I, I don't get pop. <laughs> you think so? You think yeah. just because you're you're two fifty plus, you should have some sort of power? I mean, you should. That no, nah, no. Nah, there's people who don't. You know what I'm saying? Because they ain't they ain't putting no effort into what they doing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You see these guys. I'm looking at the way they hit mitts or something like that. I'm like, yo, what, what's you know? But it, it, you a you a big dude. You should be able to generate something. So, aren't you with Bones? No, no, I'm not with Bones Adams no more. Yeah. Oh. So uh, that's actually where the gym I came from. Yeah, so so actually, who you with now? I'm going to coach Otis. That's funny, man. I'm going to have to touch into this subject, bro. Why yeah. so many people be leaving bones? It'd be like revolving door. Yeah. They go. They might come back. But it's never long term. I th- is Hunter still with him? No. Yeah, I don't know. No. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Which See is, what I'm saying? That's what, you, well. Is what, about, what about Keith Hunter, the little one? Is he I, still I'm with sure him? Because he was with him. I don't Keith. know if Keith, but I know Michael was just um, at another drink. Jimmy, like, yeah, I'm training here now huh. with Coach So and So. So who's your coach now? Otis, Coach Otis. So Pimpleton. Pimpleton. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Shout out, to, I like, Shout I like coach, coach Otis. Otis. Yep. Shout out to Coach Otis for sure. You've been in that gym for years. Yeah, yeah. You coach know what? Coach Otis has. Um, you know, so I got over there. You know what I'm saying? And uh, honestly, like, I talked to him like, hey, you know, this is what I want to do for real, for real. And I've, I've got a another spark out of him, man. So he's really been taking up his uh, work again because, like, you know, he kind of go through it, you know what I'm saying, some of the boxes and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I'm just, like, I'm bringing smoke. I'm bringing heat. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'm trying to fight. And so, like, yeah, he's, like, he's like re-energized, man. Let me ask you, obviously, for young fighters listening to this, you know, many people make their way to Las Vegas in hopes of that opportunity in boxing. Um, is it worth it? How many times would you say you'll see Floyd or Leonard? Because those are the dudes that are move makers that can get you an opportunity. If you're sparring and Leonard sees you knock somebody, he might use you for a rolly card. You know what I mean? Like, how often can that happen? Well, I mean, I've been over there for eight months yet, and I haven't bumped into Floyd. Or Ellerby? I think I might have seen him one time when Tank was here. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Actually, right before that Tank card, um, the L.A. card. Um, but it wasn't like... You know, like any mad conversations going on, like you know, them guys, they got different. Mayweather, like, you know, he doing all these different business. No, I, I understand they're busy, but I mean, you know, uh, for me as a fan of you, the goal would be obviously for you to get noticed for by sure. Ellerby or Floyd in their gym, and that would be. I mean, that's what I would be paying for. Like, I ain't gonna go train there if y'all not even there. Like, what am I there for? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, the name itself brings in good work. Yeah, I think, you know what I'm saying, people got to approach it for whatever, you know what I'm saying. I don't, look, I done met a lot of top names in the sport of boxing, and I swear, like, you know what I'm saying, like, it's it's done certain things for me, but it ain't done everything for mm-hmm. me. So, like, I don't, I don't just, like, 
that ain't my like end goal with it. You know what I'm saying? But I get what you're saying, like 100%. But like it just seemed like that stuff don't be mattering. Like it really yeah. don't. Be so like don't come to Vegas thinking like, yo, I'm gonna walk in here and then like everybody's gonna drop what they're doing and get behind me because like I say, um, you know, I've been I've been out here at City Box and Bones Adams, you know what I'm saying, Mayweather's, you know what I'm saying. Now I'm stu- I'm staying at Mayweather's and we gonna figure this shit out. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because I, you got to be stable. You can't just be bouncing around. And never, nothing's going to be perfect, neither. But don't come out here expecting people just to drop. Because I, I'm, I'm in a great position, you know what I'm saying? I got a lot of potential. But, you know, ain't nobody just been dropping what they doing to, to make sure I'm straight sometimes. For sure. You know? Yeah, man. It's that it's that long, curvy road to the top, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a long, curvy road to the top, let me tell you. And it's a lonely one. Yeah, boxing is still boxing no matter where you go. It's just a lot of great opportunities out here. A lot of people come to spar here. Who'd you leave back in Tulsa? Who'd I leave? Man, you know, I left everything that was comfortable to me. You know what I'm saying? My son, my mom, you know what I'm saying? My boys, you know what I'm saying? And they they re-energize you, you know what I'm saying? They remind you who you are, you know what I'm saying? Your people do. And so, you know, like I got to stay... I got to stay, you know, grounded out here and remember like, yo, what's what's the ambition? What's the purpose? You know? Absolutely. Uh, since you're a heavyweight, obviously yesterday, uh, Igus Klimas and and and, and uh, Michael Coppinger were going back and forth uh, over the fact that Coppinger reported Anthony Joshua and Usyk will be ha- taking their rematch, and Usyk is going to be living the Ukraine. What do you think about that rematch? Uh, is is Joshua able to turn it around, or will Usyk uh, just be too much? Nah, Joshua can definitely turn around. He wasn't so far gone. He was just you know getting outboxed. You know what I'm saying, and like. That's one thing you don't want to do is try to box with this man. Uh, you know, does that fight actually happen, you know, with Usyk and the war and everything going on? Who knows what happens on Nate's side? Um, you know, I just hope that Usyk can get into the proper zone, you know, because, you know, he was a completely different Usyk um, at heavyweight than he was in those previous fights when he fought Joshua that first time. Mm-hmm. So he'll have to tap all the way back into that type of camp, you know, to, to do it. So you're did. questioning whether or not emotionally and mentally he'll be there due to what's going on in his home country? Yeah, man, that's 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 major, man. I mean, that, I could imagine the instability that would be going through your mind, maybe, you know what I'm saying? And, and the thing about it is this sport, you can't always just look at the fighters. You got to look at the machine, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Joshua... He's in. He's a machine. He's in a. He's in an organization that's a machine. Usyk jumped into the machine when he got ready for Joshua the f- uh, first time. His body, everything looked different from when he made that heavyweight debut because he had the bag behind him. His resources was there. His focus was only on that fight. So, like, um, yeah, you gotta you gotta make sure you prepare for the machine. Absolutely. Um, on the undercard of Canelo, we got Hergovich versus Big Bang. Yeah, I'm excited for that fight, actually. You know what I'm saying? May 7th, that's actually my birthday. So, uh, you know, I might, might want to pull up to that. No, no. Have you gotten any work with either of those two? Probably nah. not Zane, right? Because he stays on the East. Nah, you know, um, that's the thing, too. So that's, that's been offered on my plate, actually. Maybe go get some work with him. Yeah. All the way to East? With who? With, with Zane, Zane or Hergovich? Um, oh, Zane? Yeah, okay. yeah. So who, who, who reached out? Sean George? Nah, nah. Uh, Johnny actually put me on it because. Uh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny. He always setting up stuff for me, man. That's what's up. Um, I ain't followed up on it just yet, though. And like I say, he's a um, big ass puncher. Yeah. Okay. 
Nah, he's yeah, a big yeah. puncher. Yeah, it's cool. You I've been in the gym with him. Nah, he hit my last co-host with some shit. What? what? My co-host <laughs> landed a two-piece on him by mistake. Because I'm going to tell you, I know he ain't expect that firework to come back. But uh-huh. that dude got mad. Like, oh, this podcast landed some shit on me. Yeah, he fucked Who he, was? Who, uh, I mean, he ain't here, but his name is <laughs> Alex. <laughs> Why uh, was he in the ring? Yeah, he's got amateur fights. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. Uh, that was our gym. And Zang came to our gym. Word. So we were the only heavyweights. I'm like, no. Nah. I said, no. I wasn't beat. <laughs> yeah, For real? Yeah, Fuck yeah. yeah. Hey, I, I don't need to fake that I'm a pro heavyweight. Like, I'm not no pro. You need real work. Go holler at them pros. Like, I'm not no real pro. Fuck, you want to get in it? And he's softball, big as fuck. Right. Yeah. And I seen that shit, bro. I'm telling you, his, the mittens is heavy. He yeah, wearing yeah. like 20 somethings too, man. Yo, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I was at Top Rings Gym the other day. Mm-hmm. To watch the court spar. And oh my God. I know I'm interrupting you and you hate it. The other story we brought up with Amato, you seen the message? Yeah. That sparring took place yesterday because Shakur was tight. Amado Vargas yeah, picked but that, Valdez. That, that's what they side is saying, though. That's what they side Who is side? saying. That's what Vargas' side is saying. Why though. would? But why would? Why would? Why would Vargas lie? I'm sparring Shakur. No, I'm and, make the, it up. and the, but see, uh, but the, it, things just get a little tricky. Things get tricky, right? As people like to say, things get tricky in the sense that. Varg uh, is the one sparring, but we hearing it from another person. You get what I'm saying? So we don't we don't know how true that is. I mean, the, the caption makes sense now. If you picked against me, and now me and you spar, and your post says no bad blood, mm-hmm. I think we we settled it. Like you picked against me, we settled it. It ain't no bad blood. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But next time you ain't gonna pick against me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but think about Whoa. think about. So what? It's, we so got to get Amado in the hot seat and just ask We got to get Shakur because it's like, so what? Every person that picks against you, you mean it? Because according to them, they re- the, he DM'd them mad. So it's like, so what? Every right, person, so he probably D. I could see Shakur like, yo, you really picking my Man, let's get some work. I could see he competitive like that. Like, yeah. you know, you piss me off. I'm not going to take it to the street, but let's spar. Nah, I hear yeah. you. You know? I don't know. I don't know. Is it Speaking, like that for you? Have nah. you ever had some, uh, I don't know, I guess grudge sparring? Nah, I mean, you know. Where you person- had a, a something against somebody, you're like, oh, yeah, I get to get some work with him. Nah, but I'll fuck DeAndre Savage, though. <laughs> wait, uh, didn't he just, wait, DeAndre, oh, 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 that's the heavyweight yeah. that be with Chris uh, Lovejoy. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> Y'all got a long-term beef. Y'all been going back. At, uh, <laughs> this has been about a year now, you and him. Yeah, I mean. You but know, you man. beat him in the amateurs, too. So what's the? Wh- how are you upset at him if you hold the win over him? What has he done to, I guess, get under I don't like his face, you? bro. Look at him. Look okay. at him, man. Like, just look at the way he carries himself. The whole clown out here. Look, I moved to Vegas. How many times has he been on the show? He hasn't. Damn. I've been here two years. I'm about to get him on now. Come on, you gonna make <laughs> us look bad? Hey, how many times? Yeah, I've been. I two forgot years. where I seen him though, and I told him that we are in Vegas. He was out in the streets. Next in, to at corner. one of the fight. Oh, he was at the Haney fight. Haney oh, Joseph Diaz okay. fight. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> he said in the streets in the quarter. <laughs> Yo, that's a rivalry though, man. You know, you guys got to keep building that. Maybe you know a network pays for that. You know. 
Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that fight, especially since you were always posting the uh, amateur clips. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to see, did he turn it around? Yeah. And, and you know, I'll be honest, he seems different than Lovejoy. He doesn't seem manufactured. No, no, he's had his experience, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, wholeheartedly he think he really doing something, you know, so like that's good for him. Um, but yeah, I'll fuck him up. Mm. I will. And it, ha, what about the hold other on, guy? Hold on, hold on, no. Wait, hold on, I'm curious. Fuck him up how? What you going to do to him, Jeremiah? <laughs> I'm curious. I'm curious, right, because some cats, you, you know, uh, like you just said with the Shakur situation, it was just uh, the alleged situation. Yo, gym talk, whatever, it was settled in the gym. Mm -hmm. If it even was something, right? Sparring, whatever the case may be. But then you got people like Jorge Masvidal and Kobe Covington who just fought. And I know, I know you're not a UFC guy. Yeah, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Hear me out. Right? Hear me out. But you know who Jorge is? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. From, from Miami or something. So him and his former training partner... They've had beef for years, right? Mm -hmm. They used to live together. Oh, wow. So building up to the fight, Kobe's talking shit about his kids, calling him wow. a deadbeat, whatever, whatever. Oh, wow. Um, you know, they fight. Kobe wins a unanimous decision. It was, it was a pretty one-sided fight. Right? Damn, he wins too? Yeah, Talk he won. Shit and won. But I guess, I guess after Kobe continued, whether it be on social media, whatever, to talk shit about Jorge and his kids and shit, or he saw him in, in at a restaurant outside a restaurant in Miami, and walked up to him, stole off, it, broke a couple teeth, and then he was arrested for for uh, I forget aggravated what they, yeah, they, battery. They, they arrested him for something. But That's I mean crazy, to say, so, some people say, "Yo, I'm gonna fuck him up." It's like, of course, so, you know, I ain't fighting for free. It's gonna be in a ring, in a mm -hmm, cage, mm -hmm. whatever. Oh, so you basically want to know, is yeah, this look, animosity right now, look. for real, like nah, on site, like Charlo said to Benavidez, or is this in the ring you want to settle it? I'm telling you right now, like, y'all don't hear me talk about this much, you know what I'm saying? Dude, dude try to say last year that I should quit boxing because, you know what I'm saying, uh, I'm on my third coach and all these different things. And, uh, yo, I'm like, when, when somebody talk to me like that, you know what I'm saying, I ain't just going to look past that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't even know my background like that. And plus... Y'all don't ever hear me even talk like this. So, yeah, if, if I see dude, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to try not to get arrested. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't come around me, all that. I've been out here for two years. You know what I'm saying? And, like, uh, you you quick to try. Man, dude was still liking and loving my post on Facebook. You mm -hmm. weirdo, bro. You're a straight weirdo. Like, mm. So, I mean, w wouldn't that be the perfect scenario, though? The whole uh, Vargas Shakur scenario where you can set up that spawn, like DM him, or, or you trying to save that for an actual paid fight? Man, man, if I told I told this dude, he know, pull up on me. You mm. know what I'm saying? Or I pull up on you, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's that type of blood. Did he ever send a gym address? Yo, he blocked me on Instagram. <laughs> I didn't even see his comment What's on my... What's his Instagram? I'll DM him. Blocked I'm me. telling him I'm with Jeremiah. Right yeah. now. <laughs> oh, he blocked me on... What Jimmy at him? I don't know what he's doing. I don't know oh, where okay. he at. I'm blocked. Oh, damn. You know what I'm saying? But he's still dropping my name on, on, the, on the side whenever top rank post my face talking about I'm going to knock Jeremiah like that. And he knows it. Boy, you're the only one that got knocked out. You're the only one being stopped. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I it, he got stopped in amateurs. You got stopped with them pillow-ass gloves on. Mm. And headgear. Oh, but they told me to stop swinging on you. Oh, mm. you stopped them in the amateurs. Yes, they told me to stop swinging on you. Mm. You know how they throw their finger up, tell you go to the corner. <laughs> they ain't gonna do that in the pros. Before you cut me off, and you was talking about the heavy ass gloves and shit. 
brought up Shakur and that sparring because you know how it is. They got multiple rings, multiple sparrings yeah. going on at the same time or whatever. But there was uh, somebody else that sparred that day, and the guy they were sparring tried to get in there with 12s on. Uh. And they called him like, yo, you for real? Like, you 12s? And he's like, oh, well, what size? Yo, you know, you got to go bigger. Mm. And uh, Did he have? So sometimes some people just don't have. Yeah, they it's don't have. Crazy. So they were sparring at 16s, and he had... They found them some 14s to wear, but... 16s is kind of common. That's like most gyms is, you know, if you got 16s, they let you spar with that. Depending if you're a heavyweight, though. Yeah. You know, uh, some, some heavyweights, yeah. Heavier, right? No, yeah. Yeah, some, I, some, they want you in 20s or 28s, man. Shit man, crazy. Yeah, yeah, I didn't start, you know, I work sparring 18s. Most of the heavyweights want to spar in 18s. Um, I ain't know about sparring in 18s till I got out here. And, I mean, that probably would have got me some more work back in Oklahoma. If I'd have known about 18s or just the you know, Man, rules I feel about like that's so what, what, I feel like on, that's such on, a on. myth though. Hold that's on. more weight on your fist, isn't it? Heavier, harder, more, more impact. Hold on, hold on. I want to know. So, what was you sparring in Oklahoma with? Not 16s. Oh, that's okay. 16 rails. Yeah, that's I never normal. sparred anything. Yeah, that's pretty much normal. But mm -hmm. I'm telling you, once you really learn how to throw these things. Man, you know, that's like straight up assault weapons. What, what'd you say Deontay uses? 28s. Oh, Big ass Everlast. Uh, water. Mm -hmm. See, that's the thing. Like, that's a, that's a that's big. That's a lot of big ass gloves. No, you said he was still of... knocking motherfuckers out with twenty eight. Not out. I never oh. seen him knock nobody oh. out in sparring, but he definitely dropped just about anybody who's ever sparred his ass. Yeah, I would. I would believe that. You know, what I'm saying that's Deontay. Anytime I was there, somebody somebody was going down. Somebody touched that. Somebody canvas. was going down. Hey, you know what though? Like when you sparring with those, it took me a while to even adjust to the eighteens though, because like. They are heavy, you know what I'm saying? So like your punches and stuff be like it, it will it would wear you me. down. It will wear me down, you know what I'm saying? But now I can let my hands go, you know what I'm saying? Everything's I mean, good. You built up, Isn't you it? built up the You got built that up. I felt like it uh me you know me, I never took the headgear off, but I feel like that's a false sense of confidence. You spawn with twenties and twenty eights, then you get in a fight. What you wearing in the fight? Like fucking tens. Ten. Ten. Yeah. Exactly. So then it so then you know, the shots go around the ears because a 20 and a 28, you got so much padding to use as coverage. That's what I was going to say. The surface area on some of these gloves, they be so big. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, it, it's almost like uh, you cheating yourself because yeah. you think you're going to catch that right there. but And it go little, right uh, around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's going to get in. So you got to be even smarter. But your hands are so much faster, too, when you get back into them 10s. Yes. Yeah, yes. so, I, you know, I love the rival gloves. Shout out to rival. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I ever wear Oh, you wear got a rival? Different. That's what I fight Who in. Who hooked you up? Abner? Yeah, yeah. You Russ know, Abner? I, I think that's what I'm going to fight in, like, my entire career, man. Yeah, you know, you know um, Keith Thurman lives by that glove, man. That's the only thing he fights in is uh, rival. Yeah, he's yeah. been He's been sponsored by them for a while. Yeah, it's a, it's a great glove, you know what I'm saying, like butter. So so what time is your schedule at the Mayweather Gym, man? I'm in there at 11, you know Every what I'm saying? Every day? Yeah, 11, 11.30. Damn, we still at work. Right? Oh, no, we, brought, oh, Damn, we, we out, we out, we out. Yeah, yeah. 11.30. What the fuck you know, I'm just bro. trying to stretch out, man. I'm, I'm, we tall over here, bro. Yeah, you trying to fuck, confine man. us. <laughs> trying to confine us big boys to under the table. Get I'm a big here. boy too, goddammit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I don't know. Do you got any more for I, I don't have any Mr. Milton? I, I wanted to ask about the fifty. That's pretty cool. I thought it was just because yeah. I haven't done the meet and greet myself. Mm -hmm. I picked up on it right away. Like, cool, they did the meet and greet. I knew he was out here. Yeah. Uh, where'd y'all go, Lee's? Yeah, Lee's. Lee's. Lee's okay. Lee's that um, 
But it's really cool to hear that you guys actually spoke, and and I wanted to know the backstory because I saw you had the trunks and the gloves and whatnot. So yeah. I wanted the backstory. That's 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 pretty cool. Hopefully, uh, we can see you back in the ring. And uh, man, you know, you told us uh, June, June, but you know, possibly after today, fourth, I think you said. Yeah, 25th. 25th. And, you know, after today and, uh, you know, the, the very kind words you shared about, uh, you know, your fellow friend here, mm-hmm. hopefully we could uh, we could see see you in the ring sooner. Who, DeAndre Savage? Absolutely. That's yeah, I'm going to get Savage on, man. I'm going to get Savage on. I'm going to have to see how. Uh, yeah, bring him on because he ain't making no noise, man. He needs some type of. Push. Maybe we could set up a. Across from each other, y'all keep it clean. <laughs> Let's build it, man. Let's build it. Listen, y'all might get paid from it. Top rank might see the back and forth, and boom, want to put it on their card or or or, or uh, you know a uh, zone. Someone, someone w- can or may want to pay for it. Absolutely. You know? Look, man, bad blood I'm, sells. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, and and we'll tell you off camera. But everybody in the sport. They're watching the show, and if they're not watching, Hell somebody yeah. sent Yesterday, them. bro, we had Bill Haney on, and that. then I got so many phone calls. It wow. was insane. Yeah. Being in studio is the best. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I didn't have anything else. Did you have anything? That is all my questions, Jeremiah. I do want to thank you, obviously, for coming back. We do want to continue to make you a regular man. You can't be in Vegas without uh, coming by the studio. And uh, the minute you got something on the books, we'd love to get you back. If your opponent is, uh, you know, someone that is local or we can bring into the studio, we would love to get him on too. And, uh, yeah, man, help continue to build your career. Yo, shout out to the Boxing Voice, man. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate you. We're going to take a quick intermission for the picture as we always do. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. You are now locked into the Boxing Voice live from Las Vegas with Nesta Gibbs and Ringwalk Danny. Oh, he's a savage. He's an animal. He's a different breed of person. He's not like us. Why is he ducking George Foreman? He's already a tramp. He ain't no tramp. Round here jiving, making a business out of it. I'm a champion. I fight everybody every month. All of them. Bong on. TheBoxingVoice.com. I kept telling him he had no punch. He couldn't hit. He's swinging like a sissy. He's missing. Let me see your box. I hadn't started dancing yet. He talks too much. He's ugly. He's pretending I'm the true champion. And they make me the underdog. I'm going to show them all their own. Muhammad Ali didn't have a lot of muscles. He wasn't all that strong. This man's presence. You could hit him where you hit everyone else, but he was not willing to fall. He was not willing to be counted out. I haven't convinced these suckers yet. I destroyed George Foreman. I destroyed Joe Frazier. Because I'm the champion. I'm the real champion. There'll never be one like me. Fast. Last night I cut the light off in my bedroom, hit the switch, was in the bed before the room was done. I'm a bad man. I told you, I'm the real champion. I told you, I'm the champion of the world. All of the ball. I'm gonna prove I'm the greatest. I'm gonna prove to you I'm the greatest. We gonna prove to the world I'm the greatest. This is my last fight. I don't want none of you to miss it. No special training. Just be at the fight. I'm ready to back up everything I'm saying. I'm through talking. SDS Promotions. I shook up the world. I shook up the world. Oh, he's a savage. He's an animal. 
He's a different breed of person. He's not like us. Why is he ducking George Foreman? He's already a tramp. He ain't no champ. Around here jiving, making a business out of it. I'm a champion. I fight everybody every month. All of them, bar none. TheBoxingVoice.com. I kept telling him he had no punch. He couldn't hit. He's swinging like a sissy. He's missing. Let me see your box. I hadn't started dancing yet. He talks too much. He's ugly. He's pretending I'm the true champion. And they make me the underdog. I'm going to show them all their own. Muhammad Ali didn't have a lot of muscles. He wasn't all that strong. This man's presence. You could hit him where you hit everyone else, but he was not willing to fall. He was not willing to be counted out. I haven't convinced these suckers yet. I destroyed George Foreman. I destroyed Joe Frazier. Because I'm the champion. I'm the real champion. There'll never be one like me. Fast. Last night I cut the light off in my bedroom, hit the switch, was in the bed before the room was dark. Come on, man. Hey, and we're back, and we're back. Just like Cook. Can't say that because we gonna get flagged. Yo, why TikTok flagged us? Like they said we're too we're bullies. They said uh what they called the trap? Uh, uh aggressive behavior? aggressive behavior. Aggressive behavior. That's how we know we're doing good things. That is here. insane, bro. Listen, we're gonna keep these phone lines moving. Looks like we got Oscar in San Antonio. What's up, Ness? What's up, Danny? Uh um, Jesus say. So, oh, were we talking about Canelo stalling people's careers still? Is nah. That the narrative we're bringing up? Nah, we're talking about Zach Parker that, versus you know. Demetrius Andre and the fact that Eddie Hearn has failed Andre for the last four years. Okay. No, I heard the other topics. That's why I was bringing that up. Because I heard about uh, uh, Usyk being um, given permission to mm-hmm. go back to go train and all that. So, does that mean he was forced to go? to war no he was never that that's what his manager was so upset about he's you know he said that michael coppinger got it wrong that he doesn't need Uh permission as a father of three Uh no one needs permission Uh, okay oh we're talking about zach parker versus what's name well i don't know about him but I don't really know too much about zach parker i was looking him up he he swings kind of wide like andre so I, i don't know but uh Andre, uh, I think Andre messed up a long time ago. He should have just signed with Al Heyman, and maybe, maybe he could get a lot of fight at this time. At this point, maybe he's not a boring fighter. You know what I mean? Maybe he can get that because I don't think he's getting any other, any other PPC fighter. That's just the way it is. You know what I mean? And for all these people, I hear you, man. Uh, I'm on Espinosa's Twitter because I seen. I think we got a super chat that's axing from London Runs Boxing. When were these offers to Andre from Espinosa? So I'm trying to go on Espinosa's Twitter because just recently this week he even spoke about it. Um, so he he's just very political. So his whole timeline is politics. It's fucking insane. It's almost impossible to find the boxing on here. And this is the sound of nothingness as we scroll through his Twitter looking. Someone can find it if you want to help the show. Uh, It's on Espinosa's Twitter. I'm pretty sure he said it last week or so uh, where he verified Andre had a fight booked well before Charlo. And there's a little pesky detail about Andre having an exclusive deal with another platform. All right. So here we go. Some stuff here. 
Uh, let me see. Golden Boy matchmaker Roberto Diaz confirms Jamal Charlo ducked in 2019. And, and Espinoza is defending Charlo there on March 17th, saying Andre had a fight booked well before the offer was sent to Charlo. And there's a pesky detail about Andre having an exclusive deal with the zone. Uh, so he's debunking and defending Charlo. Still looking for the one in question. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's see. So let me get this straight. Jamal Charlo says no to $8 million for Andre. Says no to Canelo for who knows how much money, but says yes to Selecki. Why would Espinosa retweet this? <laughs> okay, that's why. All right, so Espinosa defends Charlo yet again and says, 85 million for two fights or 160 million for three fights. Bruh, go with that. <laughs> so he's basically saying the reason Canelo chose to go with the zone is because he's getting way more money. Uh, and I'm still going through his Twitter, <clears throat> just looking. For Espinosa's tweet, it would have been good to have this pulled up, but it's quite interesting going through his timeline. And what? Uh oh, looks like Brandon might have found it for us. And he did. Let me. Oh, but this is not this is not the the one that I was particularly looking for that had a lot more information. But we'll screen share this nonetheless. And this is a fan saying, why didn't y'all offer Boo-Boo the fight? He was a champion in the same division. And then he said, uh, Munguilla considering offer for Charlo, blah, blah, blah. So he says, we did. He turned it down. But this doesn't give the explanation. You know, uh, the one that I'm looking for, he tells you that Boo-Boo turned it down because he decided to re-sign. Uh, that is the one that I'm actually looking for. But, you know, nonetheless, if you don't believe it, you can just search it. It's there. He doesn't delete um, you know, you can choose to continue to spread a lie that Charlo uh, is ducking Andre, or you can tell the truth that Andre was offered an opportunity when he was a free agent. And like Charlo, he chose to resign to the same company that isn't getting him the big fight. So that's that. Uh, anybody on Discord with their hands up? I see so many of you, but no hands up. And on Blog Talk, no hands up. If you want to talk, put your hand up. If you want... Skype, put your hand up. And on Blog Talk, we already got to Caesar Yana. So looks like we got to everyone. Nest GTO, Instagram and Twitter. I got a super chat from London Runs Boxing that we did say where he said, when were these offers to Andre uh, from Espinosa? And Stephen Smith says, Keith Idick came at Coppinger too. We mentioned that. Jesse Quesada says, Maul declined fights from Canelo, Jacobs, Andre, and Benna. Um, he never got an offer for Benavidez. He got offers for Andre that he didn't take, and then they offered Andre in a, a, a fight that he didn't take. Jacobs, he never got an offer for, and obviously Canelo, he made a huge offer for, and Canelo chose to go the other way. Uh, and I'm double-checking that's everybody. Uh, uh, wait, so, We have Handsome Haven again. I forgot. Yeah, he's got a boomerang. Not Haven. Yeah, that's Brandon in Cincinnati. He got a boomerang. What up? You're muted. You're muted. There you go. Yeah, y'all hear me? We hear you. We hear you. 
All right. Now, like I said earlier, Andre, keep doing what you're doing, brother. They want you to be sitting around crying about not getting big fights with the woe is me. Move up. Get this interim. And like that guy said, if Canelo don't want to fight you, then you'll become, he vacates that belt. You'll be a three-division world champ. Another little shiny toy to put in your trophy case, brother. I don't got a problem with what he's doing. It's a better fight than Selecki. And he's going to get a belt if Canelo drops him. So Canelo can either fight him after this or vacate and he becomes champion. So Andre in a good place, man. That's how I feel. But Brandon, 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 come on. You you come on here and you say that you're one of the best callers. So if you're uh, if you if you're I, one I, of the I best if you're one of the best, was, you should have some knowledge. Why would Canelo turn around at 68, a division that he's already achieved the highest greatness on? He's obviously at 175. You, as intelligent as intelligent as you are, you don't think that he's trying to undispute 175? Are, are, are you saying? Are you saying? Are you saying that with all your knowledge in this sport, you believe that he's going to come back to 68? Yeah, for Triple G. Okay. You gonna think he gonna fight Triple G at 175? I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll see. But it ain't about him. Like I said, he's creating his own lane. Once he vacates that belt, Andre is now a three division world champ. Three division if vacant. Three division vacant world champ. Uh, there you go. There yeah, you go. there you go. It's, it's his, Context it's is king. It's his fault. It's his fault. The champion he vacated. Absolutely. Absolutely. You telling me in three divisions you couldn't fight one champion? Okay. You ain't fought no champion in your whole career. Right, you 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 making an excuse. He never fought a champion. He you never be consistent. So so you I'm not wait a minute. 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 Yes, I did. Yes, I did. You lying. Muhum, 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 he lying. You lying. You lying. You lying. I'm on record. Say, I'm on record literally saying I hope Shakur don't ever get taken personal with seconds. me. But he won a vacant title with Joette. Get the fuck out of here. I'm on record saying that. I'm on record saying top rank ain't get him the unification. No. I'm, I'm nervous about that. I be saying every time I talk about Shakur, I say it like that because I'm afraid he might catch feelings. So let's stop the lies. My energy always the same. But we're going to go ahead and screen share yet again. What you obviously don't want to remember that Demetrius Andre's opposition has been zero world champion since 2017 to the year 2021. Zero champions. This is unacceptable. The fact that you guys continue to call in and make excuses for these names is unacceptable. And it's unfair. You really need to let it go. But that is the last caller and all the super chats. Ringwalk Danny on Instagram and Twitter. Also, catch him on Tickety Tot. But you can find me at NestGTO, Instagram and Twitter, and Nestor Gibbs on TikTok. Well, I, I do want to apologize really quick because I know we had some issues throughout the show. Um, something that we're going to look into and our producers have been looking into we believe it was an issue uh, uh youtube issue a youtube issue but uh definitely we're grateful. giving trav the benefit of the doubt in saying that <clears throat> definitely grateful um and blessed for our audience uh and that's really quick though cyp said where's my call so i'm not sure if 
Um, All right, we'll go to him in a minute. Apologies, we got Counterpunch JT, New Orleans, Skype. Right? Is he? On? Yeah, he he's on. Yeah, can you hear me, Ness? I do. Hey, bro, what you some? Would you think you some tough guy telling um Ringwalk to always mute us and stuff like that? Mute him, mute him, mute him. We know how to mute ourselves. We've been doing this long enough, Ness. So you need you you killing me with that. It's well, like I mean, I'm call, I'm I'm saying to mute you after you oh. go off longer oh, than your oh, normal call. No, no, and I don't have the ability to mute you myself. Like you putting all my counterpunch right now. I know how to mute well, myself. I'm giving you, you an explanation. I, when I, I say any, bro, but we've been doing this long enough. You don't got to tell him, mute him, mute him. You've been doing that on the last few calls, man. And I'll continue to do it because like you're refusing to listen to, I no longer have the abu- ability to mute you myself. So I'm asking my producer to do what I can't. Or else I would do it myself and I wouldn't have to say it. Plus, I have the right since you've gone over the minute. <laughs> I mean, what don't what's hard to understand? I gave Brandon more than five minutes, did I not? So if I want to say mute, how is that a crime? Hey, didn't I just mute myself though? Are you still talking on this? Uh, but 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 am I not answering you? This <laughs> <laughs> is crazy. Uh anyway. Moving on, I think that is the la- uh, CYP, CYP. My bad, almost forgot you that quick. Nah, I mean you don't forget me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost, like I said, yeah. didn't happen. Almost, almost. So, so we we still good. The truth is still good. You know what's funny, man, is that everybody wants to put Espinosa in this manager promoter bag. I've been telling y'all for years now. Promoters have the right to lie to you. It's their job to hype you up get you to invest, get you to buy in, whether it's true or not. Executives, on the other hand, their word matters. They usually come with receipts, emails, and verification when they tell you something. So when Espinosa says something, it's not the same as Eddie Hearn or Oscar De La Hoya saying something. And you and you know that you never see Al Heyman saying anything. You know why? Because certain men, their word matters. So if y'all don't want to believe that Espinosa sent Andrade in offer, cool, don't believe it. We try to bring y'all closer and closer to the way the business of boxing works, but y'all still want to be adolescents and children. So keep your little ass in the playpen. Stay out of the big boy pool and keep your ass in the kiddie pool because y'all don't understand boxing business. CYP out. I agree, man. If there's uh, facts, go with the facts instead of your feelings and your opinion and, and what you think is being done or should be done. Offers were made from both sides. Except when DAZN made an offer to Charlo, Charlo was contractually obligated to Showtime. When Showtime made an offer to Andre, he had no ties. Just like when Deontay Wilder had no ties. So, you know, you guys just... It it hurts you when your favorite fighter is doing the ducking. It's easy to call Canelo a duck until it's your, your guy out here doing the shucking and jiving. But... Uh, wait, we got somebody. That's Georgie Porgy on Blog Talk. What is up? Yo, first of all, let me say, I don't play Showtime to see you all damn not even putting a goddamn motherfucking effort. If I want to see some motherfuckers just fight, I think I'm going to fight with somebody in the street. Mm. Don't need that shit. You don't love that sport, my dude? Just move along. Gone. Fuck you. Next. What a great show. Thumbs up. Donate. 
Hey, yo! What's happening, people? It's the give, Danny. What's good? What's up, brother? How you doing? Man, listen. Fucking proud of TVV. Like, always. Best show out there, man. Shout out to Mr. Gabe. Never leave a man behind, regardless of their opinion. If you're on the line, last minute call, he will take your shit. Then got to the fucking boxing guy that at least he got to tell the producer to mute you. And you know he's coming because back in the days you get mute quick. You don't even know you're getting mute. So what the fuck we complaining about? Shout out to TVB, the greatest of the all time, baby. Shout out to the UK, the world. Got to go, I'm out. <laughs> all right. Um, I got another one here, but this is not it. Brandon and the producer trying to find the Espinosa tweet. This is still not it. He is very specific in the one that I'm speaking of, and he tells you Andre was a free agent when an offer was made, and he chose to re-sign with the zone. But let me get a screen share. Uh, this is everything put together. This is Espinosa, an executive for Showtime Sports and Entertainment, uh, obviously, you know, debating with a fan. Um, and, I, and I'm with CYP. A promoter can lie. The executive should not need to lie, you know, especially about offers made. Um, but as you can see, he says he turned it down. And then Ring IQ, uh, Julius, shout out to Julius. He says, are you referring to Jamal unification or that old story about Jamel? And he says, Maul in late 2019. So uh, there you go. Wait, wait. Uh, I got Brandon saying he got another one, and he's asking, is this it? Ah, let me see. There you go. Now, now you found it. This is the incriminating one that the Charlo fans, rather, uh, Andre fans, should be reading this, seeing this, and we should no longer ever have the uh, discussion or debate about who ducked who. Because, again, we're all adults, and we all understand that when you're contractually obligated to a network, it will be a lot harder to make a uh, co-broadcasted fight. That means two different networks have to agree to work together and both find a way to distribute your fight. So Jamal and Andre, at the time when Eddie made an offer, obviously was a little bit more difficult to make. But when Espinoza, whose tweet in question says, you don't have it straight, all you TBV boxing listeners... Jamal didn't say no to Canelo. It was Canelo's decision to go in a different direction. Then Munguia's promoter rejected the Munguia deal. And in late 2019, Andre turned down a Charlo fight on Showtime in order to re-sign with zone and fight Luke, the, the can killer. So the we're can. done. We're done. We're done. We're done killing all you Andre fans. We'll see you tomorrow. Today's Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday. No, no, no evening show tomorrow. Oh, damn, morning. it's Wednesday. Fuck. <laughs> no evening show. We'll see you tomorrow. Arrivederci. Sayonara. Hasta Peace. luego. Adios. Peace. Peace. Peace.